0: friendly neighborhood jaybird i'm liberty nat we are your liberty lovers and we unite, unite every saturday here in the kiva yeah if things look a little different there, watching from rocketalk.live or uh, um roku amazon fire it's because we're coming at you from our very own home studios yes we we love the flexibility that this offers us especially especially with the Jillian kids as Eddie puts it (laughs) every now and again we got to do that but you can also listen to us of course if you're tuning in on the dial 1600am rocketalk.com, abq.fm kiva.am so you know listen to us on the app honestly that's the easiest thing get the app you can listen to us you can watch us you can go and get the updates on rocketalk.ch chat get all of our show notes our podcast etc so good stuff there everybody you know where to find us go get them so Jay Bird man we we have got a packed show for everybody today we're going to be taking a look finally at the whole balenciaga scandal that's been going on we've kind of been waiting on the sidelines to uh, sift fact from fiction on that then also uh an, an interesting take on smart cities and our is albuquerque going to be turned into one and of course we're going to have to hold the puppet biden to account so definitely everybody welcome one and all our freedom loving basket of ultra mag deplorable lizard people yes you are here for day 683 of america under siege the steel was real it happened again. Yes, they, they did it again. They tried it again. And it's still going on. And I don't think they have any intention of stopping. And in the meantime, the puppet in chief, of course, has been responsible for overseeing 681,943,000 woo flu deaths and 32,370 COVID vax deaths and 4,597 miscarriages, according to the vares database as of November 18th. And let's hop on over to our handy dandy U.S. Debt Clock, Thanks, thank you so much to usdebtclock.org for bringing us these depressing numbers. Yes, the numbers are still going up, folks. We are getting further in debt as we speak. We're up to $31,313,966,100,200,000, okay, let's just call it $300,000, uh, yes, and climbing and climbing. Okay, enough of that. Again, that that's too depressing. I I swear if you if you get a chance to look at it, there's a lot of good stuff on it including by the way US population, income taxpayers, the workforce now, official unemployed, actual unemployed, etc. lots of numbers. But I swear if you stare at that screen for too long, you you just get chronically depressed. Yeah, and we don't and, like that.
1: Yeah, and if you're if you're one of our viewers that likes to follow along and check our facts, well You'll notice here on a Saturday, those facts, those numbers may be just slightly off. Just and if you're watching off. on Rock of Talk, you'll see um, it's actually um, Wednesday and we're we pre-recorded this on Wednesday. And we normally love to be with you live because we love to take calls. But yes. Natalie, why why are we why did we pre-record this?
0: <laughs> well, we are actually, um, you know, cl- we, li- we like to talk about claiming our freedom, retaining our freedoms, and one of the freedoms that got curtailed in a big way the past three years, You, if you listened to last week's show, you know it, um, was concerts, singing, performing. We actually have performed, whether it's through dancing or singing, for the past dozen years on a regular basis monthly basis actually throughout the years and that all came to a halt of course in 2020 when our you know illustrious uh, governess you know he sends the sarcasm much hmm, decided to lock us down and lock everything down and even those of us who were willing to still perform and get out there we had no venues We, we had no no amenities no one at all that that would actually host us so finally finally The choir that we're a part of, Celebration Chorale, is getting to put on the first Christmas concert in three years, folks. And that is so crazy, so wild. Sing We Now of Christmas. Saturday, 7 p.m. at Los Altos Christian Church over on 11,900 Haynes Avenue. So come out tonight if you're listening to us on the air. You can come out tonight right after the show ends at 6. Come on out to Los Altos Christian Church to see us sing. We're going to have a choir performance plus duets, trios. I myself am in a duet and a solo as well as all the choir numbers. And then tomorrow, Sunday, December 4th at 3 p.m., we'll be doing it all again at Christ the King Anglican Church, and that is at 2525 Vermont Street Northeast. So again, you can see us tonight, Saturday, December 3rd at 7 p.m. at Los Altos Christian Church up on Haynes Avenue. And then tomorrow Sunday, December fourth at Christ the King Church on three PM on Vermont Avenue. So yes, that that's why we have to pre record this folks, because no. uh, I, I kinda I kinda have to be there to uh Yeah
1: and obviously if you're not here if you're not coming to see us tonight at seven PM you better be listening to Dinah. Everybody's that's right. favorite roadrunner off, off, off the cuff off with the cuff. Dinah which will be on but, right after us. And so if you're not coming to the concert, you better be listening to Dinah.
0: That's right. Using
1: the Kiva it's with Dinah.
0: It, mm-hmm. Call in, folks. You know, it, it, she'll be She'll be on. It'll be a call-in show. And uh, what was it? She, she says 16 miles of barbed wire, wire kick dirt in your... I don't know. I can't do it like she does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got to tune in to hear that. That's right. She's the one, the
0: only. And of course, if you've been listening uh, previously the past couple hours, you've been getting in on some great live programming as well. Of course, there was Freedom Families United right before us, Dr. William Summers, all the morning programming and stuff. You know, The Kiva is the place to go for just getting in the know, not just nationally, statewide, et cetera. But we've got some great programs, folks, early on in the morning on Saturday mornings. If you want to know what is happening in albuquerque for you know for uh say business real estate or uh uh even even regular real estate residential that's it um this is the place to go we've got jeffrey candelaria in the morning he's always you know he's got straight talk live or sorry straight talk with jeffrey candelaria and he's always got some someone interesting on um for for his interviews so yeah lo- the local programming on this is just wonderful, and then you've also also got Jeremy Minicucci on Sunday, the Lutheran Hour, Hometown Heroes, my favorite Sons of Liberty radio on Sunday mornings. That's one of my favorite uh, gun talk is also on from twelve to three on Sundays, and then Alex Jones, the one, the only, three to five p.m. That's right, folks. We're one of the few stations that still carries Alex Jones. It's awesome, and because we scared. More-
1: we ain't scared that's
0: right we ain't scared of nothing folks nothing nothing so yeah come come here you've you've got all weekend long the programming to keep you in the know both locally and at large oh and i can't forget credit rescue now with mike ramos 10 30 a.m on saturdays oh that 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 stuff has saved our bacon we, we've called him a number of times so yeah you you get you come into the kiva get the app go go to uh, rockatalk.news rockatalk.chat and click on the schedule and you can see it all there that eddie's got the handy dandy schedule up and that way you know when you want to watch you know you know what you want to watch when it's going to be on etc great stuff great stuff happening and yes come out see us sing we, we, would, we would love to see you. You can meet me in person. Yes, I sing. Yes, I dance. Um, before we became activists and had a radio show, that that was my life: mom and singing and dancing. And then everything changed. Uh, all we wanted, honestly, folks, we were those people who just wanted to be left alone. That's it. We 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 really we really did it's like yeah I, I don't really okay i'll vote yes yes we we always did that i'll vote we'll uh you know we'll we'll research the topics the issues but frankly we just want to be left alone what's wrong with that and then 2020 happened and no one and i mean no one got left alone and it's still happening folks i mean there's unfortunately those of us who just want to get back to normal it's not happening there's still enough companies out there that think that they can tell their employees oh no you got to wear a mask oh you got to uh you got to vax yeah anyone hear about jet blue so apparently jaybird jet blue will not hire the unvaccinated oh but they'll hire felons oh yeah oh lord Oh oh, the, the, it, it, it's so bad um, that this person and it's not even someone who has fully served their time, by the way. No,, no, no. It, it, this is this is actually someone who um, is a felon. Let's see. he robbed, yeah, he breaking and entering so he broke it entered a judge's home and then he assaulted the judge's daughter as she was getting out of the shower not kidding oh and it gets better too so apparently the judge's daughter is his ex <laughs> it was his ex and okay so so he got caught um you know poor, poor woman was just you know absolutely terrorized and of course he got convicted he served nine years in prison for the for the armed burglary and for the assault But he got released from prison in early January 2014. And guess what? He's supposed to serve thirty years of supervised release. It yeah, he is on felony probation until 2044. He is not a felon who has done served his time. That's it. Moving on. No, he is currently still technically serving his time what and jet blue who has been notorious about um you know ke- uh, knuckling under to all of this COVID hype and requirements yeah they absolutely will not hire unvaxed pilots but they hire this guy they didn't just hire him <clears throat> he's been going through training um appa- apparently he was in the military <clears throat> pri- prior to you know his incarceration and he flew B52s out of Barksdale Air Force Base in uh Bossier City Louisiana before his arrest okay so so he's got i guess you know some some experience under his belt but during training um a lot of the trainers According to to some of them who, uh, you know, came forward and talked to Daily Wire, they refused to train him. They refused to work with him. And, of course, JetBlue is like, well, you know, every decision we made has been made, you know, through the pandemic has been with our safety value front and center whether it's requiring masks or many of the other health and safety protocols that we've had to navigate all of these efforts have been focused on making the workplace and air travel safer for you and our customers well what about a convicted felon who's still on probation oh yeah because he uh, was convicted of breaking and entering and assaulting a woman with a metal baton yeah. does do, do you think your customers would feel safer knowing that that's who's flying their plane really yeah again an, another pilot uh who was cited as a source in the daily wires report said that the yeah the airline was training him several instructors refused to train with him many captains yet this have told management they will refuse to fly with him Oh, so even if he's trained up the wazoo, um in spite of many trainers saying, "Nope, nope, we don't want to touch this one." Uh, many captains are like, "Nope, we're not even going to fly with him." Yeah, cuz he's on felony probation till 2020 2044 44 Oh my gosh. The guy has it's a long than, time. He has Okay, let me see if my math works. 22 years left on felony probation and you are gonna let jet blue jet blue you as a company are gonna let him fly people all around the country someone who has already shown that he doesn't care about violating other people's constitutional rights violating their security he broke and entered a judge's home assaulted a woman come stepping out of the shower with a metal baton br- brutalizing her and you're going to trust him with the lives and safety of countless people you know what folks if i were flying JetBlue, and frankly we just don't fly anywhere these days <laughs> but if i were flying JetBlue, i'd be canceling them and saying hey yeah um never flying with you guys again i, I heard that you hire convicted felons current felons still serving out their probation as pilots yeah nope no thanks no thanks not me not me i, I really hope secondvote.com gets that up uh, uh on their website as well because um yeah well JetBlue doesn't have a terribly good rating with them last i checked anyway but holy moly these you know
1: here's the thing here's the weird thing though if you if you just search this up, you know JetBlue hiring felons. You know you get and and even Daily Wire. Um, I'm sad to say is guilty of this. They they cottoned onto this, and mm-hmm. I, I don't even think they quite uh, see really what's going on here. Because <clears throat> the the article JetBlue won't hire the unvaxed, but hired violent felon to fly planes, mm-hmm. and it goes on to say. That uh, two pilots told the Daily Wire that JetBlue has hired John Perrys, who served nine years in prison for breaking into the house of a judge and attacking his daughter mm-hmm. as she left the shower. Yeah. Perrys was released from prison in 2014 is on, and is on felony probation until 2044, according to the Florida Department of Corrections. Now, here's the problem. Okay. They're talking about Florida. Why would they be? Why would they? Why would they be dragging Florida's name into oh,
0: mud at this gotcha. point? Because,
1: and and this is the Daily Wire again. Um, typically, they're pretty decent, but um, they really miss the mark on this one. And I'm not afraid to call them out on it. But this is November 26, 2022. <laughs> so again, maybe the guy was in Florida,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but there's a here's the problem. You know why they're bringing up Florida? Because
0: oh, of course they got a lot of Florida. talk.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of talk of Ron DeSantis running for president. So they've got to they've got to start the smear campaigns now, so that it's well established that before he even gets started, if he's going to get started, that he's done before he even starts. But and, and here's the other problem, and I and I've got to figure this out. I haven't I haven't uh, been able to look into this all that much. But this didn't happen in Florida. It happened in Louisiana.
0: Right. <clears throat> right. So, yeah, it was, assault... he was he actually arrested in Louisiana. Right. He was arrested and,
1: well, he was charged in Louisiana.
0: Mm-hmm. Because the judge, it was a Louisiana judge whose home he broke into. But yeah, right. you're right. Inter- interesting that they uh, focused on Florida for this.
1: Right. They focused on Florida. But, you know, there's another detail here, too, that's pretty disturbing. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out why this guy would have been released from prison at all because when he was arrested he was wearing a bulletproof vest <gasps> and in his vehicle were knives handcuffs parachute cord a shovel and a mask oh, according to the ap man so not only did he intend to harm her he intended to bury her and get rid of the evidence and he intended to not not have to worry about police because he was wearing a bulletproof vest,
0: wow, <clears throat> and,
2: and somehow
1: and he got released and and again, I don't know why he was in Florida and not in Louisiana because it 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 the the, <laughs> the assault, the attempted murder took place in Louisiana. Louisiana. He was charged in Louisiana, right? yeah, makes sense, and somehow he he's released, and he's hired to fly planes. But forget if you're not vaccinated, no, you're unsafe. We can't have you fly in the plane. <laughs> you might hurt somebody. Except they hired someone who really actually did hurt somebody.
0: Yeah. So there you go folks. And of course th- this also it's kind of a dual thing. You know, it goes to show that woke corporations um they they don't care about our freedoms anymore jet Blue, they don't care about our freedoms uh they don't care about their employees freedoms oh you got to be vaccinated oh but we'll also hire a, a convicted felon who's still serving some time and um yeah he he can be in charge of everyone's safety and then the left also will skew everything around again that spin factor if you, if you have not all all seen thank you for smoking great movie Thank you for smoking. I forget the um the lead actor's name of that, but he does a great job. Spin, spin. The left is constantly spinning things. And I'll tell you what, once you see, when, once you learn to recognize how they spin things, you can't unsee it. It it's everywhere. Yeah, you, know, you you see a headline, you're like, huh, that's interesting. I can totally read what they're not saying. Read into what they're trying to work around or get around or feed you all it's an amazing thing so yeah there you go this is a horrible story but the left is also going to try to skew it and skew it their way in this case smear florida because you know they they cannot have uh they cannot have florida making the rest of the blue state governors and mayors look like what they are idiots or tyrants at best they're idiots all of these you know blue state governors and mayors etc at best they are idiots at worst they mean to do this they mean to do this to us they're tyrants just like mlg she folks she knew what she was doing when she locked us down it was about power it was never about safety it was always about power don't forget that don't ever forget that hey we've got uh, possibly another four years of her we'll see um but remember that we we don't stop fighting we don't stop fighting ever and and you all need need to pay attention to what's going on in particularly china yeah jaybird have you you've seen what's been going on some of the videos coming out of <clears throat> china I mean, even the, and I find this rich, the Wuhan province, where um, pe- people are basically rising up. They've had enough of this. They're protesting the white paper protests. Now, this is very. This is a very clever way of protesting against censorship and giving China nothing or as little as possible to censor. Because what they're doing is they're holding up sheets of white paper in opposition to censorship. No words on the paper, no words for the Chinese government to uh, censor, ha! <laughs> and yeah, that's that's one of their protests. Is right, and, and the, paper. The,
1: one of the crazy things about this whole mess is, uh, you know, we, we the news has been reporting that uh, there are lockdowns in China, especially in this province, this particular province, mm-hmm. because of an, the explosion, as they say, in, in COVID but there's a few problems with that just a few Um, first of all just recently and again if you if if you've listened to us for any length of time you know that i don't believe in coincidences
2: Mm.
1: coincidentally in air quotes there was a large worker protest in that in that particular uh province of china and it, it was for a company called Foxconn. And if, if mm-hmm. any of you are into, into tech, you, you recognize the name Foxconn because this is the largest plant in the world that makes Apple products. Yes. If you buy an Apple phone, it probably came from this particular factory. So coincidentally, and I use that in air quotes again, <clears throat> uh, there was a large uprising, a large protest from the workers demanding uh, better pay, uh, better work environment in this factory and a day or two maybe after that suddenly there's an explosion in covid so that now that province has to be locked down so just just to really just to rub salt in the wound if you will again this is fox's largest manufacturing plant what do you think Fox has said about China's treatment of the workers? I mean, what do you think Apple has said about it?
2: Hmm. Absolutely yeah. nothing. They're, they're Apple,
1: silent. Apple has not said one thing. Now, this is, there's an article in Fox News. We'll I'll include the link here. But Apple says nothing about the China protests, but they issued a lengthy statement on George Floyd's death.
0: <laughs> yeah a two known <laughs> drug addict
1: criminal who was trying to rob a place dies in police custody, and Apple just can't keep their their sick nose <clears throat> out of it. They just can't they've gotta put their two cents worth in, but in one of the plants that they benefit from that's taking advantage of slave labor, they don't have one word to say about it, no, yeah. But you know, actions speak uh, more actions speak louder than words, right? Oh yeah. So what did Apple do? They didn't say anything. They disabled AirDrop. Now, why would they do that? Because that's how people were communicating in China oh, during the yes. protests. Apple says nothing, but then they disable AirDrop in China because that's how <laughs> the protesters were communicating.
0: Yeah, that's how they were communicating their locations, their gatherings, their times, and streaming videos, posting videos of the protests, which, by the way, of course, again, Apple's been pulling those down. Uh, China, of course, wherever they can, they've been pulling those down and deleting them. But, you know, technology is this double-edged sword right now. The videos have been getting out and people in the know capture them, copy them before they get deleted. And that's how we have some of these videos. Um, There's video of one of the the high rise that kicked all of this off. You know, a fire started. People who were trapped in this building because they were welded in due to, oh yeah, COVID lockdown restrictions. Understand these COVID lockdown restrictions just got reinstated. Just got reinstated. Why? Oh, because Xi Jinping um, decided to, you know, celebrate his ascension once again to power or, or rather remaining in power um, with COVID lockdowns due to all these supposed COVID outbreaks. And what's been happening in each province is officials in each province are trying they they started tripping over themselves trying to outdo themselves with their dedication to these lockdowns what did that result in welding doors to buildings shut welding people into their apartments and unfortunately um some of those people yeah, they couldn't get out in that fire. They could not get out. There's video of the fire and you can hear the screams. There's video of the, the the fire trucks trying to put out the fire in this high rise. They couldn't get close enough to the building because of the barriers, because the entire block, the entire the place was, was cordoned off. They couldn't get close enough, and they're trying desperately to spray water at the flames. You can see the flames, and you can see the water, the stream of water, and it falls just a few feet short of the flames in the building. This is what tyranny comes to. Tyranny always results in deaths. When the Chinese people, to their credit right now, they're not taking it lying down. Now, unfortunately, they don't have a constitution. They don't have enshrined, acknowledged freedoms like we do in this country. So we shall see how how this revolution goes. But they've had it. I mean, there's there's videos. I'd encourage you all to follow Jack Posobiec on Telegram. He's been showing a lot of these videos. He actually used to live in China. Um, a few days ago, he showed a video. They just tore down COVID testing site in Gangju. Um, And also that the white paper revolution spread overseas. Chinese students started protesting in Tokyo, outside the Chinese embassy. Also, protests have reached the united states on behalf of the chinese people in washington square park and new york university people held white papers and played anthems in support of the chinese people and of course uh, our white house administration jaybird oh they've been all over this right they, they've been all over showing support for the people of china saying how horrible this is that the ccp's lockdown measures resulted in deaths right
1: Oh uh, no. No.
0: Crickets. At most what was it Biden said? <laughs> yeah, but Biden 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 used this opportunity to tell everyone to get boosted. He's like, "Well, you know, this the CCP of these lockdowns, but, you know, partially it's because, well, the, their vaccines aren't as effective and and we have a a better vaccine and and boost it booster program." So Get your boosters folks, get them while they're hot.
1: Yeah, I loved yeah. uh wa- I loved the Washington Post um editorial piece. White, White House offers mere mush on China's protests.
2: <laughs> yes. I don't think mush. you could say it I any like
1: better that. than
0: that. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, yeah, this is just their opportunity to uh Push boosters, and I like that mush Yes, uh, I'll, I'll have to link. I'll have to link that one for sure in, the, in the dot chat for everybody, folks. This, this is just, this is tyranny. A- and here's the thing. Right now, the leaders in the Western countries, they're not looking askance at China. Like, oh, oh my God, this is a humanitarian crisis. How could they let this happen? No, it's worse. And it's not even just they're being silent, going, okay, let's just kind of be quiet and hope this passes. No. They love this. They envy China. The would be tyrants, sometimes tyrants already, here in the West, in the United States, in Europe, in the UK, they are drooling over the fact that China can. Do this to their own people that China has this much control, and that up till now most of the people in China just kind of went along with it, etc. You know, I was talking to a friend who's uh a relative of theirs. Uh, married someone who you know used to live in china and still goes back and forth once in a while not sure if they'll be able to now because of all the unrest but they said some that, that she said something interesting as someone who came from china she's like you know your your government here is not really that much different from china um it, it's not that much different from from the from the ccp the only difference is in china everyone obeys because they know that if they don't um they get punished, and the punishment is they're going to be hauled off to prison and possibly never seen or heard from again. But in the U.S., oh, you, you might get some prison time, but and you might get a fine, etc. But for the most part, a, a lot of people disobey. But there is not that much difference. This is someone who came from China and still goes back occasionally. There's not that much difference between our government here in the U.S. and in China. The only difference, according to them, the population in China obeys and complies for the most part. Over here, yeah, we just for the our, our society is kind of like you know split 50-50, maybe more, in in who who complies and who doesn't. The difference, folks, between tier, uh, a successful tyranny and an unsuccessful tyranny is: do the conquered or the vanquished? consider themselves vanquished you are not vanquished until you consider yourself so we the people you out there who spent the last two three years refusing to comply with tyrannical measures you are the reason why we are not yet in full-blown tyranny we are the ones who make a difference we're still not complying with everything. We're still pushing back. We're still trying to straighten out our elections. We're still trying to get Republicans elected in New Mexico. Oh, how crazy and radical is that? Ah, you know, oh, gee, God, God forbid that we actually get, gee, some strong Republican leadership who who can lead Republicans uh, into the limelight and into the lead in New Mexico. Like, oh, gee, Eddie Aragon, hmm. But you know he, he's already coming under fire for throwing his hat in the ring for. And by the way, folks, uh, if you listened last week, we had a segment with Eddie, and he acknowledged he, he's not in this because he wants a political career. No, he, he'd really rather not. He'd rather just you know run and play with his station. Um, but he recognizes a need. We absolutely need better political direction for the Republican Party, because the Republican Party right now is the only stronghold we have left in this state, in New Mexico, to promote freedom and our constitutional values. Is the Constitution the law of the land in New Mexico? One can certainly argue that it's not upheld as so. We would like to bring that back. Yes. And uh, so Eddie's one of those people. He's one of we the people who's standing up and saying, nope, not in my town, not in my state, not in my backyard. We're pushing back. They don't have that in China. But they're still standing up. They're still spreading out into the streets. And the the Chinese government, you know how tyrannical they are right now? Uh, Shanghai police actually have been checking phones, grabbing phones up and down the subway. Warrant? Eh, what's that? They're not even pretending. Of course not. You don't need a Uh, warrant. Yeah, they're searching citizens for ties to the protests, just randomly. Um, Troops known as the Big Whites have been cracking down on residents in the street. I will link you all to Jack Posovic's Telegram. By the way, we have a Telegram channel as well, Liberty Lovers Unite on Telegram. So if you're on the Telegram app, search for Liberty Lovers Unite. But yeah, the uh, Big Whites have been cracking down on residents in the streets. They've been... um, actually the uh was the wumao army i'm i'm probably butchering the pronunciation but they have an army of thugs yeah thugs like uh oh like black lives matter black bloc and tifa yeah chi- china uses the same thing the ccp uh the, the wumao thugs go in and they they harass people they beat people and all around try to try, try to bust up any forward momentum that the protests might be making all of this is happening in china right now folks are you seeing any of this on mainstream media the little bit that you might be seeing is just being spun as, oh, well, you know, there are protests because China is just in flux right now over these COVID, uh, uh, you know, these COVID numbers that are just exploding in China. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Now, COVID is just an excuse. We need to learn from this. China is using, oh, no, you know, COVID's out of hand again. Time to lock down. Like Jay Bird said, like you said, um, it's an excuse to crack down on the workers who are protesting the working conditions in china are so bad in some of these factories it's slave labor folks they're not getting paid enough to eat and and a long time ago um, someone was debating with me on well i you know i don't mind buying chinese stuff because there's nothing wrong with um you know get, giving people in china some business and and granted they may not be getting paid what we're paying but or we're getting paid but you know that it, there's nothing wrong with sending some money overseas to do some people good how terribly terribly naive of us yes naive ignorant do you realize that many of the corporations here in America who outsource to China, outsource because, yeah, it's cheaper labor. No, it's not just cheaper labor. It's slave labor. China, that the, the corporations there, and especially the CCP, takes a huge cut. Oh, and then, guess who gets a kickback from that huge cut, those huge profits? Well, the corporations, first of all, that um, send stuff overseas for manufacturing. Yeah, they get a huge break. But also politicians. That's right. Politicians get a huge cut for keeping China in the loop and feeding them U.S. dollars and U.S. business. And as you know, Apple made a secret five-year 275 billion dollar deal with the ccp oh in 2016 in order to be allowed to continue to operate in china they are all in all in you don't see apple breaking ties with the ccp you don't see apple calling them out for the oh the inhumanity of it and then and why would why would you be you know so, such bigots against Uyghurs and the Phelan Gong and all the, oh yeah no no well, Apple they're quiet oh just like uh what's his face LeBron James uh, NBA star oh yeah a lot of uh, a lot of the NBA surprisingly has come out in the past few years is in the pay of China what are you serious Hmm. Yeah, and of course, when uh, the White House asked by a reporter, you know, what's the president's reaction when he hears protests in China chant "freedom" or Xi Jinping step down? Well, uh, according to John Kirby, one of the press secretaries, the president's not going to speak for protesters around the world; they're speaking for themselves. Well, I will give him credit. That was a very, very creative cop-out, but it was a cop-out nonetheless. And I'm sorry, he not, not, um, press secretary. Um, the, uh, Kirby's actually national security, uh, one one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. And, very, very know, creative cop-out.
1: You know, one thing that I recommend is, you know, having, having studied socialism, um, and, and then of course, human geography, you know, mm-hmm. one thing that I recommend is, is everybody, if you get a chance, check out, there's a documentary called The The Last Train Home. And it was oh, released in, yes. in, in September of 2010. Um, and it's a documentary here, here, and it was filmed for over uh, almost two decades in China. And it follows mm-hmm. a particular family. And it's really interesting because um, they they do a lot of focus on The Chinese New Year, because what happens is every year during the Chinese New Year, the largest mass migration of human beings takes place there in China. Sounds kind of neat until you actually get into the reason why, and that's where they get into in this film. But the reason is, you know, you end up with a lot of inland um, or mainland Chinese families that you know that that live in these villages where there's nothing. There's literally nothing. So what happens is family members who are of working age migrate from inland china to the coast to these factories and they'll be there for like 11 and a half months of the year working 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 their fingers to the bone in many cases and then for the chinese new year millions of people at the same t- same time try to m- migrate from the coast back to their homes inland china and it's a really fascinating piece. I'd recommend you watch it. Um, one of the directors, he's a social justice guy, kind of a goofball, if you will. But this particular documentary is really good because it really gives you some insight into it. And the and the crazy thing is there's one particular family that they follow for years here, and it shows the dynamic and the shift by the parents being absent because there are children involved and the children are still back in the the village where the parents are... Um, maybe a thousand miles away. I'm not sure exactly. I don't remember right. how many miles, but it's yeah. a lot of distance between them. And the parents are working and sending money back to support the family in this village that literally has nothing. And there's been an update here, um, you know, because the, the directors, they kind of kept in touch with the family. They wanted to find out what was going on. So again, this, this documentary was released in 2010, but in 2012, they got an update from the family and the mother who was working at one of the factories she lost her job and the reason well here here's how it went down she technically quit they say but it's because of the financial crisis which brought mm. down the salary so much see the factory usually doesn't fire you it just drops the salary to a level that makes you quit by yourself so they reduced her income so much that she couldn't even stay there anymore. So she left and she's, she's back in the village as of, as of 2012. Mm. And this is, this is one of the things that these protesters are fighting against. And what's happened is, you know, we mentioned the white house here and their response to this, their response has actually been pretty uh, fascinating when you start looking at the big picture here, because the White House says, quote, everyone has the right to peacefully protest, (laughs) end quote. Okay. You know where I'm going with this, Natalie, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Now the, the sub, the subtitle to this is that people rallying against China's policy to contain COVID outbreaks clashed with security personnel in major cities over the weekend. Okay. So there's these people, and they've clashed with security personnel. Does that sound kind of familiar? Does that sound at all familiar? I don't know, January 6th, maybe? But the White House says these people in China have the right to peacefully protest. And by peacefully, um, they mean clashing with security personnel.
0: Yeah. Oh, and also, it's it's getting so bad too that um, people are getting threatened from the C- by the CCP by phone. There, yeah. But and, and in a way, in a way, this is. I mean, it, it's disturbing, but it's also good. The CCP doesn't have enough manpower right now to interrogate everyone, so they're starting to do phone interrogations. Doesn't make it any less terrifying for the people in China. It doesn't, but. Right. They're having to spread themselves out like that because they can't physically go to everyone. But again, nowadays everyone has what? Oh yeah, a smartphone on them. And in communist China right now, a smartphone basically means that uh, you're on a leash.
1: Right. And and um, do do you know what China's response is to their their um, quick jumping to violence here? Huh. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. Here's here's the response because in this article and and, and this is from the non-binary communist news network. Um, (laughs) There was a a journalist from the BBC by the name of Ed Lawrence, and he was arrested while covering the protests in Shanghai. And he said he was beaten and kicked by police during his arrest and then held for several hours before being released. Listen to how China responded to this. Foreign ministry spokesman Xiao Lihan disputed the BBC's version of events, saying Lawrence did not identify himself as a journalist before his arrest. What? Okay, can you read between the lines here? China's response is, oh, we didn't know he was a journalist. <laughs> we wouldn't have beaten on him if we knew he was a journalist. But if he's not a journalist, it's okay. We're going to beat on him.
0: The, yeah, That's the, this... their
1: response.
0: This was, yeah, the the, yeah, the BBC reporter. Yep, yep. Hey, I've got the article on it, too, from Post Millennial. Hey, that'll also be in the uh, show notes for you all. I mean, this is, you know, I, I've been watching this, seeing what's going down, see, seeing the reactions. And this has been going on, folks, for over two weeks, I believe. Yeah, over two weeks. I mean the unrest in China is unreal right now and yeah now other other countries it's spreading uh other reporters from other countries being drawn into it. Mm. Keep in mind that when you are when you are in China even if you're from another country you have no rights. Yep. No and rights.
1: The the very end of this article this is where you just you you get a chuckle but it's one of those uneasy chuckles because it's like oh my goodness we are we're in in deep trouble because the non-binary communist news network, they finish out this article with, uh, the Chinese government, quote, the Chinese government argues its pandemic strategy has saved lives and is necessary to protect <laughs> the fragile healthcare system from being overwhelmed. The latest death from China's <laughs> official toll to more than 5,000 compared to the more than 1 million in the United States, end quote. And that's oh, the, so so that's they're the now peacock. trying
0: to make it look like, uh, like, we're worse off or something. Oh
1: well, gosh. it's kind of twofold. Um, it kind of sets the stage here for Chinese-like government control here. But the other thing that they, they just so conveniently leave out is uh, what we just talked about. China is—well, uh, and they're all, the other thing is China's also—they've got bots working on Twitter to shut down any Twitter feeds that address or show or, or even mention— the worker protests. Okay, so they're doing that. Um, we know that they've worked with Apple to shut down uh, AirDrop. They're yep. shutting down, they're not allowing videos and calls to be completed. They are controlling the the airwaves. And yet somehow, yep. um, non-binary, non-binary communist news network kind of failed to mention that. And they actually praised China for their quote-unquote success of... Uh, just more than 5,000 deaths from the COVID due to their COVID strategy. While at the same time saying we have more than 1 million dead.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, They leave out
1: that you can't even trust that number. How do you trust that number? That's coming from China, the the country that we, you know, is controlling information and they only Hmm. give you what they want you to see.
0: Well, and uh, WAPO's uh, uh, best clown world. Uh, advocate. Taylor Lorenz, yeah, um, her stuff on Twitter is unreal. She cheered on China's lockdowns. She, act, she actually cheered them on earlier this week, says there is no lasting natural immunity to COVID. You can get COVID over <laughs> and over and over again because there's so many endlessly involving strains and antibodies that wane. Also, choosing not to kill off millions of vulnerable people, as the U.S. is doing, isn't a critical flaw. Wait, what? Yeah that that was that was her response to the Washington Post headline a coronavirus outbreak on the verge of being China's biggest of the pandemic has exposed a critical flaw in Beijing's zero covid strategy she's saying no no no, no. it's not a flaw Yeah, locking people, welding them into their homes. Okay, yeah, so 10 people might have died in a fire, horribly violent deaths that were totally needless. But, you know, it's worth it to prevent uh, millions of infections and supposed, presumed, we don't know for sure, but probably they were going to die, right?
2: Well, Yeah, that's that's the
0: left spokesperson for you.
1: To give Taylor some credit, though, I think um, he, she, they, it, whatever whatever non-binary thing she wants to go by. Um, You know, have to give her credit though. I think she's, she's right when she says that there is no. But she left off the part of there is no lasting immunity for COVID. If you're getting boosted all the time,
0: because there isn't exactly
1: because think about this in your, in, in, in all of our lives, just think about for a minute how many people we know have been vaxxed and boosted and double boosted and triple boosted and quadruple boosted and boosted until they've got a third arm growing out their back. How many of them have had recurring cases of COVID?
0: Mm, I can't count them on, on two hands anymore. I can't.
1: So, to be fair, Taylor's right. There is no lasting immunity for COVID just once you get the exactly. vaccine.
2: Once you get the vaccine
0: exactly and she knows nothing about you know re- real real immunity and and how it actually works it it's ugh. yeah clown world that's what it really is but hey she's she supports the ccp that's right oh yeah you go you go ccp lock those people down she can and, go uh, live
1: there if she likes it so much
0: right uh,
1: you know it's um I don't remember who said it. I just, you know, I heard somebody talking about it on the radio the other day. Uh, oh no, it was—I um, think it was uh, Jimmy Rez, I think, or High Rez, and one of his one of his songs um, said, "If if America is so bad, why are people literally dying to get here?"
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, this is true. This is true. Well, one thing that um, you know Jack Basobic likes to remind people of is that in, I believe it was 1989, Bush and other politicians, you know, made a deal with the CCP. The CCP was actually in the 80s on the verge, you know, after Tiananmen Square and that whole, whole massacre, um, they, they, were, they were on the verge of potentially being overthrown. Well, Bush and uh, Scowcroft, that's his name, they made a deal with the CCP that they would bring the CCP into the world financial system as long as they provided Chinese slave labor to the Western ruling class. That was the birth of globalism, folks. Yeah, because when, when you're a globalist and you want power and you want to ascend and increase your power base, you kind of need money to do it. You need lots, lots of money to do that. So how do you get money? Well, gee, um, well, you know, there's scams like, a, oh, FTX oh yeah we haven't forgotten about that one uh things like that where where you launder the money and and you you filter it out through supposedly being this uh uh, uh what what do you call it jaybird like the bill and melinda gates foundation philanthropists philanthropists Yeah, philanthropy. And you launder ill-gotten gains and money into, oh, gee, like the Democrat Party, other people who are supporting you, you know, people that you got to pay off behind the scenes. So FTX was basically, in my view, just a, a huge, huge money laundering scam operation. And it might not have been the only one. But where did the money come from to begin with? Oh, The money came off of the backs of slave labor of Uyghurs and children and other people that the CCP has seen fit to basically oppress and impress into work camps that, and not even work camps, just in cities where they have no other option. You work if you want to get something to scrape by with and they keep them subjugated because they never pay them more than, than they absolutely Uh, you know, the bare minimum that they absolutely have to have. And who reaps the profits? Ah, the CCP. Oh, they're they're, uh, uh, political agents and billionaires across the world that are all in on this. Why do you think Adidas has said absolutely nothing about the CCP and all those people who burned to death? And about the violence being perpetrated now against protesters, peaceful protesters. Adidas is saying nothing. I don't hear Nike saying anything. Of course, we've already touched on Apple and how they're in deep. It's because all these people are making money hand over fist. Why do you think we started outsourcing all of our manufacturing to China decades ago in the first place? Oh, because... Our politicians sold out our manufacturing industry to the CCP so that they could sell out their people as slave labor. And the people at the top of the heap made trillions, trillions and billions that they have been using to try to keep the world subjugated wherever it already is under tyranny and to bring the rest of the world in line as subjects, subjugation, under their tyranny. This is the cash cow, folks. This is the money tree. You've got these huge deals with slave labor and these big companies and the people at the top, the Western ruling class making big bucks and then turning those around and using them to enslave others. And of course, funneling them through, you know, their own money laundering schemes like FTX. Hmm, brings into question, you know, who else maybe? FTX understand is just the one that got caught. It got caught. And uh what what's his name? Bankman, the guy with the curly hair dumping they, they
1: I've heard it bankman freeze, but it looks like bankman fries. <laughs> yeah. it, it, I think he's fried his brain <laughs> on too many dopes too much well, dope he, in Mountain
2: Dew.
0: He was only ever going to be a fall guy. You all get that, right? Yeah, it's a Sam Bankman, whatever. You know, he he looks all all cool and dumpy and millennial. And he does not know, look cool. To... Yeah, no, he, 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 he looks he... he
1: looks like somebody who lives in his mom's basement, smokes dope, Precisely. drinks Mountain Dew and and plays video games all day long.
0: Actually, his pad is um pretty swank pretty sweet looking pad if, if you if you'd ever seen that <laughs> yeah it was expensive I'm like oh i I thought you believed well, in giving all that money away hmm. when
1: you're a friend when you're a friend of the Clintons you get taken care of
3: exactly.
1: and if you're an enemy of the Clintons you get taken care of
0: yes <clears throat> yes exactly so yeah he's the he, again he's the one who got caught he was meant to be the scapegoat all along how many more rackets like this, are being perpetrated.
1: Hmm. You well, know... I'm looking at this, and I'm seeing uh, something much more disturbing. I mean, to me, this isn't just another cryptocurrency failing. Mm-hmm. This isn't just another rip-off scam. This had some elements that the others didn't. I mean, you know, we know about the stuff in Turkey and South Africa where some folks took. Uh, some other people's wallets, quote unquote, took the money and, and ran and millions of dollars are just gone. And in South Africa, the folks that lost money, South African government um, being the wonderful government that they are, sarcasm. Um, they have said, well, you know, this isn't federally insured um, money. It's not insured by the, the, the country of South Africa. It's not insured by any of us. It's not actual currency. So. Sorry, suckers, you're just out your money. But here's here's the thing. I mean, this FTX thing um, comes conveniently at the same time that there's now a huge push for the central bank digital currency, CBDC. Yeah, and this is this is not a coincidence. Mm-mm. This FTX thing, because it had so many high-profile people involved, in, including the Clintons. Um, and then a few other things that we, I think we've talked about it.
0: Media, Um, media organizations like Vox, ProPublica, Intercept, they all took money. They all took money from FTX.
1: Right. And so there's a, a lot of whole, a whole lot of high profile people that are involved here. So I don't think this FTX thing was anything other than a tool to get people on board with this, this central bank digital currency thing. Because yeah. they're, you know, they're saying that, that the CBDC is not cryptocurrency, but it really <laughs> is. It's a digital currency. Yeah. It's a digital currency that really in in, a, in so many ways is, is really bad for this country. It's bad for every country, but ours in particular, it's really bad here because what you're looking at is is, A digital currency that, and and I'll include this, there's a a really neat article here on Motley Fool about it, but this is a currency that doesn't function the same way currency does now. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest differences, and this is kind of the scary thing, is that, um, well, there's less privacy for users because now this digital currency doesn't have to filter through various institutions, various banks and various financial institutions. It can go from one to another directly. And And that also means that it's very much, it's very possible for the government to say, let's say China, for instance, with their social credit scoring system, they don't like something that you posted on Twitter. Press one button, suddenly all your funds are gone. They're gone. Yep. And you've got no way to prove it, and you can't. You can't fight it. So that's 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 the big thing for me. But there's something else too that uh, I, I don't know that a lot of people are talking about it, but they do. They do mention it here in the Motley Fool. This 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 CBDC will tank our economy because commercial banks take our money and they invest our money and they draw interest off of our money. That's one of the ways that commercial banks are able to stay in business. That's one of the ways that they're able to offer money to loan because they take money that we put into bank accounts and they use that as collateral essentially to invest and in, and in, in, in they, they have stock market stocks and, and they invest that money and they take the interest that they pull off of that and that's how they have capital. And what does what the be acronym gone.
0: stand for?
1: Uh, commercial, right. it stands for Commercial Bank Digital Currency.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So it's basically,
1: hmm. it will completely change the nature of commercial banks as we see it, Meaning, um, meaning there will be less money to loan out. So if you need money for a uh, a mortgage, there's not going to be as much out there as as there is now. And right now with the inflation we're seeing, you know, kind of the the uh, a downturn there in 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 the real estate market or at least in, in the mortgage finance side of it, we're seeing some of that go down now. Yeah. But that could virtually dry up if this CBDC takes effect if it goes into effect and, and, and becomes the major currency or the only currency of the United States so this is something that really um, we really should be fighting against this I know um, the 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 Nimrod over in England that just got elected mm-hmm. um, th- he's really pushing for it um, and, and and in England they there's a good chance that they're gonna they're gonna see this.
0: Well, yeah. and, and the thing is, there's a, they've actually already tried it in Africa. Um, last year, Nigeria, I don't know if you heard, they launched uh, e-Naira, Africa's first central bank digital currency. Mm-hmm. And, of course, central bankers, academics, politicians, all kinds of elites from hundreds of companies, They've been closely following along with this. Well, Now, Africa's largest country, of course, is Nigeria uh, by population and size. It's kind of being used, I think, as a petri dish. And of course, you know, the CBDC, CBDCs here, if, if they go into effect, like you're saying, they're going to basically enslave all everywhere, everywhere that they're instated, North America, Europe, beyond. Well, here's the crazy thing. It's already been a massive failure. E Naira, according to Bloomberg, only one in 200 Nigerians use the E Naira. And that's after even the government implemented discounts, other incentives as desperate measures to increase adoption. And oh, yeah, the elites, this came as such a surprise to them. What? Nigeria has one of the highest Bitcoin adoption rates in the world, ranking number 11. Among all countries, number 11 in using usage of Bitcoin. In fact, Bitcoin's ability, you know, to bypass the government's capital controls, which, of course, restrict the use of foreign currencies, etc. Uh, it was a big draw for Nigerians because, well, they've got a pretty repressive government. So this long history of currency debasement, um, including of course six devaluations of their currency in recent years they thought well you know we'll 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 take advantage of nigeria because they've adopted bitcoin they've taken to it so much so readily that surely surely the population will get on board with an e currency well except the elites kind of miscalculated they they figured nigerians wouldn't be able to differentiate between bitcoin and e naira because you know they're both digital currencies kind of to what you're saying um but bloomberg had to admit well nigerians passion for cryptocurrencies doesn't extend to the central bank offering it also said that they view naira as a symbol of distrust in the ruling elite Uh, you you know no s sherlock and that the people view the government as hostile to them and therefore have no interest in anything it introduces great so yeah yeah there you go cbdc in nigeria has already failed so in a way that you know that's that's a good sign however what that means is that the global elites are going to have to change, as they do, and adjust their strategies. And like you're saying, the CBDCs, they're nothing. It's, it's the same fiat, fiat currency. It's just the same scam, just uh, through an e-currency instead of paper money that's printed. So people, if if given the option to opt out or if they have to opt in which means they have the option not to opt in to a country's given e-currency it won't work so what do you think the global elites are going to do hmm.
1: well we know what we know what they're going to do um, first of all we're going to hear if anybody even brings up the e-naira we're going they're going to point out all the reasons why it didn't work and why this version will work but you know the the part that I talked about with the banks this is this is one of the reasons that this is so disturbing um besides the social credit score thing like you see in China mm-hmm. um is also you know we've talked about this Natalie, <laughs> this push to do away with private ownership, yes, you know, private ownership of vehicles, private ownership of properties,
0: yep, you will own nothing and you will how love do it. you
1: how how what is a default way to get rid of private ownership of homes? You establish a digital currency that shuts down a traditional bank's ability to generate income. If they don't Mm -hmm. generate income, they don't have money to loan. Therefore, you're not getting loans for mortgages to buy houses. And if you're not getting a mortgage to buy a house, you're not buying a house.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and and China has been doing this. Um, For years. I mean, they basically have a social credit score system right now. Don't you remember during COVID lockdowns, uh, people had to have their phones scanned um, if they wanted to go places. And if it didn't show that, oh, well, your your latest test was out of date, you need to take another test or oh, your boosters aren't up to date. You can't leave this region. You can't go into the city. You can't go on the highway. You can't go here or there. China's been implementing it. Like we said earlier, the rulers of the Western nations are drooling. They want this kind of power. They can't wait hmm we gonna let it happen folks we gonna let it happen
1: well apparently Uh, in san francisco they are oh well (laughs) it is
0: san francisco after all (laughs) they're just (laughs) up the road from what is it san diego uh, by a few no no no
1: no they're 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 several hundred miles away from san diego san diego's (laughs) down in the south san francisco's up in the north but you
0: could say these days that san francisco is now like you know, the Northern San Diego, um, as far as poop filled streets. Mm.
1: No, San Diego's not that bad. Really? Um, I thought no, they were it, getting there. Um, no, nothing's as bad as San Francisco. Oh, no. <laughs> no, San Diego for a long time was kind of, um, uh, it had some things in California, but for, for many years, it was kind of, uh, looked upon as kind of like the stepchild of, of California, you know, um, uh. if you wanted uh, a little bit of a California vibe, but, <laughs> You you didn't have enough money to be in like Hollywood or L.A. You went to San oh, Diego. Going to
0: San Diego, gotcha. um,
1: but now thanks thanks to um, Nancy Pelosi and all of her uh, Democrat of goons there in San Francisco, San Francisco is now the butt of the jokes for California. So San Diego is now kind of by default um, actually um, being elevated in position now because uh. of the the literal the well. The crappiness of San Francisco, literally. <laughs> um, but no, no, you, you know we talk about police power, and San Francisco just recently voted um, to approve robots to be used by the police force that are now allowed to kill people.
0: Yep, yep. Oh man, so so wait a minute, it, it's not enough, the California has said, you humans don't deserve the right to have firearms because they're dangerous. But we're going to give robots firearms and weapons. Yes.
2: yes. And
0: now we're going to give them the permission to use deadly force? Oh!
2: Yep. In and what here's... world
0: does this make sense? Oh, wait, Minority Report. That's right. Or uh, was it was the one with Matt Damon? It, was it Elysium? Yeah,
1: uh, I I don't know. I'm a Philip K. Dick fan, so obviously Minority <laughs> Report is where it's at. Um, yeah, Matt Matt Damon's just a hack, uh, a Hollywood loser who's he, him and him and Liam Neeson should just get on a boat and go sail somewhere, um, <clears throat> not come back. But um, no, but I mean, but here I mean here's the thing. I mean, we, when they say robots, it's a little bit, a little bit of a misnomer because they're not. These are not AI robots, mm-hmm. not yet. Yet. Um, yet. <laughs> but, you know, if, if, if we allow this to, to take hold, this is a, a foothold, this is an establishment. So once you get, if you, if we do get to the point where AI is functional, you're now leaving the decision up to the robot, whether or not to use lethal force. You no, know, I mean, but I mean, at this point, these robots, as they call them, they're really, they're really remote controls that are handled by an officer. You know, so the officer basically has to make the determination on whether or not to use lethal force. But, um, yeah, you're right, Natalie. This is, this is the part that just gets me is um, I, I don't have the right to own a firearm and defend myself. But um, the police, they get the right to own this big, awesome, remote control robot-like machine that can take all kinds of damage and kill you in an instant. And, 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 and it's crazy. The other crazy part is this is coming from San Francisco, a place that is full of the, the dummy crats who want to defund police and they're voting to allow police to have these military like weapons. Isn't that, isn't that a term they used to, to to use? They didn't want the militarization of the police Uh, forces. And here they are in San Francisco, And they're saying, hey, man, you can use this. This is this is cool. Go right ahead. But, of course, you know, that that does go to speak to um, just how bad it's gotten in San Francisco. Again, Democrat (laughs) run, just how bad the crime is that they're allowing the police to not just be militarized, but to be um, to make up a term here, futurized, I guess. You know, giving them a <laughs> yes. foothold. Uh, oh,
0: you know, it's bad enough if you believe if you believe and buy into the whole BLM thing that oh, police are racist, and police are this or what have you, and we need to defund them. Okay, it's bad enough if you buy into that. But if you really do buy into that, how the heck can you condone handing police essentially, like you said, a militarized weapon? Uh, A robot. So now they they can deploy this robot into neighborhoods, into the field without the police going in there. So now there's no harm to the police. And by the way, uh, threat of physical violence goes both ways, folks. Police, it is in their vested interest to try to defuse a situation nonviolently because they don't want to get hurt either. They don't want to get shot. Well, now you're saying let's take that away and give them a robot that they can send in that they can use with deadly force. Wait, I, I, I thought you were about defunding and scaling back potential police violence. Do you really think this will scale back violence? No, the, the operators behind there, it's like drone operators who, who are given the order, hey, go, go to uh, this longitude, this latitude, and click this button. They don't see the people on the ground that they might be killing. It's like, uh, okay, well, bomb auto- operators use robots to defuse bombs because, well, then the bomb operator doesn't get blown up if they, you know, cut the wrong wire. You know, blue wire, not red, blue, blue. Uh, all of this, do you really, really liberals? And I know some of you listen to us because we do get uh, uh, hate mail sometimes or, or emails. Um, do you really, really think that this is a good idea? If, If, as you say, you think the police should be defunded, do you think giving them The ability to use deadly force by proxy without any risk to them is a good idea. Just saying. And and you know who else thinks that this is absolutely bonkers? Oh yeah, Joe Rogan. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he's been questioning the 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 wisdom of this is the right the polite way to put it.
1: Right. And now and and to you know, to to clarify, you know, we are not we're not anti police, not at all. Mm Mm-mm. But it's just the the hypocrisy here is so strong. It's 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 amazing, you know, coming from the people that want to defund police because police are killing black people in droves. Yeah, they're the same people that now have just okayed the use of a machine for lethal force. Uh, and, I'm, I still I, I don't I still can't figure out what they're thinking in in all this because it, it doesn't fit their narrative. Nothing. It doesn't seem to fit. Like, I, I don't know from day to day what exactly morals they have.
0: Well, and I love this quote from Joe Rogan. You know, it's one of his FCC appropriate quotes. What could go wrong using robots to kill people in a land where men can get pregnant and billions of dollars can be lost as amphetamine popping incels manage made up money? <laughs> ftx hat tip there. Yep. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, again folks, this here this is the entree, the real I tell you the real issue that the leftists uh who are really just useful idiots for the people who want to be in power, the tyrants. The real issue that they have with police forces is that police forces have a conscience. No, it's not that they're racist. Is it that they have a conscience and that a human police force is probably going to be very unwilling, as they have shown through history, to violate everyone's constitutional amendments and rights? Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine telling a sheriff who's duly elected, saying, hey, um, you're going to have to start putting into place these red flag laws, enforcing them, uh, confiscating people's personal property without any due process and without any warrants, et cetera, et cetera. First off, a, a duly elected sheriff, for the most part, not saying there aren't some out there who don't do this, they're going to be unwilling to take on that much liability because they are liable. They're they're liable For what they do in their office, and they may not get elected again. Well, all that, oh, that's also why the left really likes the idea of uh, police states that are essentially, or police forces that that are essentially appointed by, let's say, a mayor or a governor. Gee, we we don't have that here in New Mexico, do we? Oh yeah, a- a- APD is essentially under the thumb of our mayor, and state police are under the thumb of uh, the governess. Yeah. So when you have when you have a system where now you're starting to do away with elected officials or do away with elected police forces, and now you're handing them a tool whereby select people because don't, don't don't get this wrong, folks. If this robot, police robots that can use deadly force are given to police forces, they will be governed by select people on those police forces, people who uh, stick with the narrative, who are with the program of those who are in power. This is a way for those who are in power. To make sure that the tools for justice are only used when they approve of it. Can you imagine what would be happening right now if China had these? Oh, that they wouldn't they would need to use thugs on the ground well, or we don't know in that white suits. We don't know that they don't have these. Very true. Very true. They might. They very well might. Who knows? Um, I I certainly wouldn't put it past them. But, you know, there you go. Another way, another way that your freedoms can possibly be curtailed. And look, I get it. I get it that technology is fascinating. And we can do good things with technology. It's true. But we're humans. Every single tool at our disposal that can be used for good, guess what? It can be used for evil. It absolutely can. And right now, we actually might very well be living in cities um, that are going to be turned against us. They act, They actually might be turned against us and uh, these cities that we live in that we think, oh, we have these amenities. You know, I walk down the street. There's a convenience store. I've, uh, you know, I've got schools nearby. That That's why we live in cities, right? That is why we live in cities because they're very convenient. What if those cities get turned into uh, concentration camps? Scary? Hmm. Uh, Are you, uh, anyone out there who's like, okay, this is just a conspiracy theory? Well, I I, I would say to one of our listeners, hey, Conspiracy Charles, what do you think about this one? Well, according to a man named Aman Jabi, who's a native of India and an engineer who worked in Silicon Valley for 25 years, he, co-inventor, by the way, of two cell phone camera apps you know the, 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 this guy isn't just some no-name <laughs> engineer folks well according to him um he when he immigrated to the united states back in 1988 because he admired america's culture liberty ingenuity well he now lives in uh, montana he is now a whistleblower and he's been warning about the coming system this man, who's been steeped in in uh, you know in software in the digital market, camera apps, iPhones, etc., he warns about smart technology in large cities. You can even look it up. Um, you can type "smart city networks" in your favorite search engine. Take just take a look at what comes up, and it's not even just the big cities anymore folks um there's even medium or smaller cities who are starting to implement this stuff and there's well i'll link you to the video but he's he's got a great video on this where he describes extremely invasive technology being set up in smart cities from license plate readers to smart lights smart poles smart cars hey we've known about smart cars smart neighborhoods smart homes smart appliances all connected to 5g and wirelessly communicating with each other if you pay attention uh anyone been paying attention even here in albuquerque you know how they've been replacing our light poles with led light poles you see them lining the streets highways In many cases, they've got and I've had people sending me pictures of this for actually over almost two years now saying, hey, look what I noticed going up when they uh, retrofitted our neighborhood's light poles and the lights are better. But what's this little antenna thing and and box on top? Yeah, those are surveillance cameras and speakers. In many cases, they've got surveillance cameras, speakers for listening. Um, Also, Javi talks about drones and charging stations being set up and how drones might be weaponized against citizens oh and you thought charging stations not just might be for uh your teslas that's all it is folks yeah that that's it that's it oh no um they could be used for other things here too yeah all of this call it weaponized infrastructure it's being installed with what federal money yeah your money My money, our tax dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars tucked into Joe Biden's infrastructure bill, as well as his Inflation Reduction Act, or as we call it, the Inflation Promotion Act. Oh, yeah, both of which passed by Congress with help of a few rhino Republicans as well. Yeah, city leaders, county leaders, people at the city and county level. Will make fools of themselves to get these federal grants they don't even question where the money's going to because it's someone else's money it's not theirs it's just free money we get to invest this in local infrastructure ah but according to jobby and he lays this out beautifully it's all being done in the name of safety and security but now are our streets spying on us hmm so many of these LED smart lights—that's right, smart lights—in potentially your streetlights around your neighborhood, they're outfitted with something called Puke Ray technology. Yeah, I know it's fun. It literally is. The acronym is P U K E. It's it, it. It sounds funny. Um, however, it it's not funny. It really isn't. But they're outfitted with this puke ray technology, and it can be weaponized, and it can be used to incapacitate humans. It's a military technology that's being applied now in our cities, potential use against civilians, courtesy of U.S. Department of Homeland Security. So, so far, all major intersections in a smart city will have digital surveillance cameras. And pay attention highways uh all they're also being outfitted with this technology cameras will be capable of logging the license plates of every car that passes by in real time oh did we not just uh, ha- have a huge deal over red light cameras a few years ago yeah, which we voted out. And then, of course, Tim Keller reinstated under some you know, something else, a technicality, vans, what have you. Remember those red light cameras? Yeah, they could uh, take a picture of your license plate. Oh, but it was only supposed to happen to people who were running red lights, who were breaking the law. It happened to me. I'll admit it. But, but it's a capability. It's there. Oh, but it's only supposed to be for. No, it doesn't matter what it's supposed to be for. It can log. It has the ability of logging the license plate and timestamp of every single car that passes by. Cameras and listening devices, folks, I mean, they've been going up everywhere for years. Large, medium, even now smaller cities. So the streets are spying on us. Of course, we all know our cell phones are spying on us. They're listening to us as well. Yes, you know, hello, Google. I've tried to turn you off uh, as much as I can. But, yeah, even I know that, you know, that if Google is installed in your phone and, and you try to turn it off, it, it, it's not off, folks. No, they're listening, they're watching, they're analyzing, et cetera. All of this, again, supposedly for our safety and security... However, according to Jobby, the purpose is to grab data and use it to change your behavior. Meaning it's going to be used to enforce the coming social credit scoring system on all Americans.
1: And don't forget when when, um, MLG locked us down, Mm -hmm. Dr. Disgrace here, he said... What did she use? well dr disgrace himself said he uh, he needed to modify people's behaviors <laughs> um I, I don't know what gives him the right to modify people's behaviors um i can think yeah. of absolutely nothing that gives him the right to modify anybody's behavior but his own but it's here i mean locally it's here we we have we have these quote unquote politicians who um, have this righteous indignation that um, they think that they need to change our behaviors, and yeah. you know, and, in
0: the name of safety and security. Right.
1: But but here's here's the thing, um, you know, if you look at um, the prison system, we've had prison prisons uh, in mm-hmm. place for, uh, for centuries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Centuries have we eliminated crime? No, no. You're never going to eliminate mm. the bad element. That's just not what we do as human beings. We are the bad element as human beings. Yeah. So this this notion that um, mm. some politician somewhere or someone who fancies himself a doctor, and even if he's not, um, has no right to modify anybody's behavior.
0: No, but they're going to try. They're going to try. And how do you modify someone's behavior if you don't know what their behavior is? That's what all the spying on us is about. That's what the extreme data collection is about. And and you know what, your appliances, folks, who out there has a smart refrigerator? You know, these newer models of refrigerators that can digitally track your refrigerator's inventory. Yeah, it creeped me out when I first heard about them. Oh, say, what if maybe you're eating too much meat or dairy? Oh, well, then your social credit score just got lowered a notch because, you know, globalists don't like us eating meat. It's not sustainable. What about your car? By 2025, Joby says every new car will have a minimum of 16 cameras. You know the handy dandy backup camera? Hmm, what about cameras? Oh, pointing toward the inside of the vehicle. Yeah, they're all going to be digitally connected and feeding information via the Internet, driving too much outside your home base, you know, adding unnecessarily to your carbon footprint. That's a waste of gas. Down, down goes that credit score. Oh, and guess what? Your banks, too. It's already been confirmed. They're spying on us. All the major banks, credit card companies, they're tracking the purchases of guns, of ammunition. They're experimenting with voluntary carbon tracker apps that notifies you of your carbon footprint that's just a warm-up for when they launch the new digital currency when keeping track of your you know carbon output no longer falls under the voluntary mode remember what we were saying with fdx with bitcoin even though nigeria failed nigeria was just the petri dish they're going to make it so that you have no choice so that You have to comply because you have no other financial option. Why do you think they're trying to get rid of cash? They're trying to drive us towards a cashless society so that we will have no choice. We will have to fall in line with whatever their CBDC is. We'll have to use it. Oh, you know, like uh, welfare recipients, by the way, um, that has been an entire test model for all of this. There are certain aspects, sorry, aspects of welfare that expire. So like the Women, Infants, Children program, WIC, Um, you get a certain number of benefits, a certain allotment for milk, for bread, for cereal, for veggies, it's it's very, very, very worrisome, very communistic. And it expires each month. So if you don't use it by the end of the month, you lose it. Use it or lose it. Yeah. Huh. Gee. Um, Might might that not be training, especially the lower classes, training them to fall in line with a monetary system? It's like, oh, okay, well, the government's going to give you this money. Oh, but you have to use it by this date or you lose it. Hmm. Yeah, that gee, that's not disturbing. Um, so you know, this uh, again, back back to how how they're going to be spying on us even more. Okay, so the banking industry, et cetera, they want us to they want to have enough leverage on us to keep us in line. Well, guess what else is spying on us? Hmm. Digital thermostats. Do you remember hearing about Colorado? Earlier this summer, yeah, uh, people were enrolled in a voluntary temperature monitoring program. They suddenly lost all control over their home thermostats. Yes, yes. So. The goal is, of course, to digitally map all things, living and non living. Every single thing in nature is going to have a digital ID because once you catalog something, once you map it out, now you can track them, now you can control them. And it's not just Colorado. I mean, I opened up a piece of mail that was very disturbing to me just yesterday called my heating bill. Yeah, our very own heating bill, PNM. They had, they were, you know, that they always have your bill and then they have a few extra flyers, etc. cetera, for, for things going on in the neighborhood or other incentives. Well, they've got an incentive now, a $50 incentive to get a Google thermostat. Oh, really now? Yeah, uh, a Google thermostat. That way you can, uh, um, you know, you, you can monitor your home's temperature even when you're not at home. Well, gee, who else can monitor that? Hmm. Yeah. Scary stuff, folks. Oh, that means that now through Google, everyone who has one of these thermostats, oh, blackouts coming, brownouts coming. Oh, you guys, your carbon footprint in Albuquerque is getting too big. Uh, We need to squash that. So guess what? Now, no one can heat their homes above 62 degrees. Hypothetical, folks. But it's coming. It's here. They call it the nest thermostat oh fine tune your comfort it can turn itself down when you leave the house so you don't waste energy on an empty home it will it will automatically sense who's in the home how many energy saving smarts cozy price control from anywhere support a clean energy future don't do it. Don't do it, folks. Stay stay the heck away from this. Stay away. Because if you can control your home's thermostat, and, it, and if this is a smart system that can, that can see, oh, who's in what room? Who's in the house? How many people are in the house? How many, how many degrees do we have to turn this up? If you can control that, someone else can control it. Someone else can take control away from you yeah ask those people in colorado how that worked out for them so the infrastructure for this lockdown police state it's already in place already in place and and if you buy into the smart refrigerators the smart cars the banking system the the smart thermostats hello then you are going to be controllable because the aspects of your life around your life that you've worked for the these things that are supposedly for comfort convenience for safety for security they're going to be used to lock you down remember we already got a taste of it in 2020 there are 1 billion digital surveillance cameras connected to the internet worldwide and 50 million of them are in the US. That is more per capita than they have in China. And that's according to this engineer from India, Jabi. The difference here people in China know they're being watched 24 7. Again, like we said earlier, they're compliant. They know that there will be penalties for violating the rules. They know that they are slaves and they've accepted it. But in the US, according to jobby they're already doing this surveillance the only difference is they haven't told us yet we're already in the same global system of surveillance you know have some call it uh internet of eyes but also has ears they're tracking everything you do just like in nazi germany or soviet union but in this case it's not human intelligence it's artificial intelligence and unlike in China, where they know what their lot in life is, most of us here in America, we're still oblivious. But this prison is built on oppression, and collection. It feeds on data, your data. Remember Facebook getting in trouble because, uh, oh yeah, selling your data to third parties. Oh, it wasn't just third parties. Um, China, NSA, the U.S. government. Yeah, we're told safety, security. And convenience. Those are the three catchwords used to draw us in. Convenience, hey, who doesn't like convenience? You know, some people say that uh, necessity was the mother of invention. Well, if necessity was the mother of invention, then um, convenience was the father of luxury. Yeah. And these prison walls that are going up around us. And then safety and security. Oh, you know, be afraid. Be very afraid. Be afraid of COVID. Um, be, be afraid of, you know, stuff in your neighborhoods going on. You know, get that ring doorbell. Get get this or that. Get get those cameras in your home. Attach it all to the internet in the name of safety, security, and we'll make it convenient for you. You know, tap on your phone and you can see what's going on with your home surveillance system, etc. It's tempting. It's tempting. And, and here's the thing too. For those of us who are law-abiding citizens, we think, you yeah, know, we've, we've got nothing to hide, Sure, I want to keep an eye on my house. Yeah, I'll, it'd be nice to be able to tell what's in my fridge without opening it and ruffling through rifling through all the drawers, etc. But that is such a naive view of how these systems work and what their ultimate agenda entails because it's not just about catching bad guys and bad people again while these tools can be used for that purpose they can also be used against people who aren't bad guys or bad people the data they're gathering on every single one of us it's valuable one reason and one reason only to get you to change your behavior, modify your behavior, as Dr. Disgrace said. And hey, remember, they're not above using children. Remember, that's why Dr. Disgrace didn't want to send kids back to school during lockdowns. Oh, well, because at this point, um, the, the it could be used to modify the parent's behavior. This gets us to change our behavior, submit to the system, a system that has all the data on us they know where we are at all times what we're doing what we're spending our money on our time on even potentially what we're thinking yeah yeah what you're thinking so you know how um some smartphones now They have the ability to use a thumbprint to unlock. Okay, you know, give your thumbprint. Oh, it's convenient. I just press my thumb, boom, it's open. I don't have to remember a password, anything like that. Now they also have biometrics. You can scan your face. You look at the camera on your phone, it scans your face, it recognizes your face, it unlocks your phone. Oh, isn't that awesome? Well, there's also software now that tracks your eye movements. And based on your eye movements, and what you're looking at on your phone you know the programs that you're using it can start to basically build a profile of what you like what you think about things how you react to certain news on your news feed all of this stuff it's data and it's valuable because it lets it it, it creates an environment where we can be Manipulated. You give someone the ability to monitor and assess your behavior. Now it can be converted into a social credit score. And now that credit score, just like they're using in China, can be determined, used to determine what privileges you qualify for. Oh, guess what? Well, what if one of these days your biometric screening of your face doesn't unlock your phone? Because, I'm sorry, you've posted just uh, one too many social media posts that are considered misinformation or disinformation. You're, yeah, your credit score has plunged into the toilet. You don't deserve the privilege of using your phone or social media anymore. Hmm. Are you not living a sustainable lifestyle? oh you're not helping to fight climate change are you a team player if you're not a team player then um, you won't be allowed to participate in society you will be locked out that's how the vax was rolled out coercive policies literally just two weeks ago john Kerry said at the cop27 conference in egypt That this is the model they will use to enforce compliance with the sustainability agenda being pushed by the UN and its partners in the private sector, headed by who else? World Economic Forum. Huh. So if your social credit score dips, you lose your privileges. Maybe your kids don't get into a better school. You lose out on promotions at work, can't enter a restaurant or public events. Now you're being separated by a new apartheid system, and it's all being overseen by artificial intelligence, which gets programmed and told what to look for by the global elites. And then once that digital programmable money is in place, ah. you can't even spend your money on certain things or don't even have access to it or hey guess what your money is no good here becomes true again maybe you can't ooh spend it outside of your hometown or your neighborhood god forbid you cross state lines and now you can't buy gas because your money is only good within a hundred mile radius this is all possible and of course you know digital ID required for everything soon you won't be able to access any government or public services travel across national borders even access health care and here's the thing they think they being the global elites who want and crave power over every single man woman and child on the planet they think they can get away with this Because 5.5 billion out of 7.5 billion people already complied with their dry run. COVID-19 lockdowns. It was the Jess rehearsal, the jab, the mask, accepting the passport. Most of the country, most of the world fell in line. They think, okay, this this went very well, 75% success rate or more. Perfect. So we can we can fight back, though. I don't want to leave you all with all the doom and gloom. Don't worry. But it is going to mean inconvenience. It is going to mean that you're going to have to resolve not to become a digital slave. So we're going to we're going to hit up some of the solutions um, after we take a music break. Give you all a little break. Give you you all a a little little something for your ears to enjoy. Kind of unhook a little bit. But we will be back with some of the solutions for you. And I think you're going to like some of these. Some of these, I know some people are going to go, oh, no. But, hey, the choice is, uh, are you going to be a slave? Or are you going to be a free man and woman and child? And I know what yeah. our forefathers wanted.
1: and you and you, we need to change the way that we look at this too. Uh, you know, you got to remember. You know, there's there's one question you have to ask yourself, and this is true of any and every government. Um, what is their product? Okay, do any yeah. of the governments manufacture cars? Do any of the governments manufacture? Do they make wine? Do they make refrigerators? Do they build the houses that you live in? No. So, what is their product? Us. We are the product.
0: Yeah. We're the product. We are the currency. We've talked about this before. There is no value in anything unless there are humans. We are the ones that bring value to someone. A hunk of gold is just a hunk of gold. Animals could care less about it. It is humans that take that gold turn it into something valuable discover that we could put it in microchips and motherboards in apple iphones and all of these things use it to you know run our appliances humans create value and if you create if you control the humans you control all value on the planet that's what the cabal the elite the wef the Klaus Schwab toadies, et cetera. That's what they all want. They want to control humans who are both the product and the ultimate value of everything. So yes, on that dour note, (laughs) uh, we'll play some music for you all. Jaybird, I know you've picked some good tunes as always. By the way, our our listeners uh, often tell us, um, uh, some that I've met in person, they tell me that they, they really enjoy the music that you pick which I'm really happy to hear (laughs) because he doesn't he doesn't just you know pick these on a whim folks well occasionally occasionally you have a good whim but uh, he actually thinks long and hard about about the music that he's putting out there for you all so enjoy the tunes Jaybird anytime you're ready to go and we will see you all on the other side of the break enjoy the music
2: We'll uh-huh. All right, all
1: right. Just getting wow. the Christmas spirit, everybody.
2: <laughs>
1: oh,
0: i yes. never heard that version of Mr. Grinch before.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, um, yeah, that's just official trap music, they call it. It's a type of EDM or electronic dance music. Um, I have some crazy taste in music, but yeah, I just, I love that version of the Grinch. <laughs> I think it's just cool. <laughs> It just fits so well. Well, and, and I, part- then,
2: I yeah, particularly
0: appreciate uh, Mannheim Steamroller. Uh, I I grew up with a lot of good instrumental music, and sp- especially Christmas music. And for me, Mannheim Steamroller, nothing says Christmas like hearing Mannheim Steamroller. It just, I, I have to hear that. So thank you, sweetheart. I know you put that in there for me right i did
1: yes i did and and, you know it's a good song but i I put that in there for you and then of course in the middle of all that a little bit of classic rock and roll for all my rock and roll fans out there that was chuck berry run run rudolph and uh if if you're not subscribed if you're not catching our video you've got to you got to sign up catch the video because i you know we showed the video it's all on youtube of course but showed the video there and it's cool. It's all comic book style with Chuck Berry and his Cadillac Eldorado convertible. Yeah. It's the front wheel drive from the 1970s and he's just jamming out, delivering presents. And it's, it's just fantastic, you know? Um, so yeah, you gotta have Chuck Berry in there, but, um, yeah. So, you know, we're getting, we're getting ramped up for Christmas. I don't know. Are you guys ready for Christmas? Um,
0: Absolutely absolutely well we, we need to get our tree up still still yeah i i know some people get it up on thanksgiving or right after thanksgiving <sighs> Our, our, Let's just put it this way: our tree gets put up whenever it gets put up.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll put it up. It's no rush because we'll put it up and it'll be up until March, so we'll have plenty of time with the tree.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, we'll let the kids in, enjoy it. You know, we 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 really stretch the whole twelve days of Christmas to, gosh, I don't know, a few months of Christmas, twelve, maybe? 12 weeks of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, there you go there you go but hey you know we're, we're with family so it's all good so back to finish off um for those of you if you've just joined us you're listening to kiva 1600 am rock abq.fm and oh you can also hear us on kiva.am watch us on rock TV, roku amazon fire hear us on stitcher spotify soundcloud you know everywhere you can get us get the app course the app is great uh, you can get it on your google or your uh, apple iphone or android and rotten don't... yeah rotten iphone unfortunately you know, the ccp supporting iphone and and there are by the way there are alternatives to some of the mainstream phones out there the hard part of course is support And we've even looked at that because we're like, okay, we really don't want to go with Samsung anymore, but we don't want to go with this. We don't want an Android phone, but what are the alternatives? Unfortunately, uh, the market's kind of been cornered by a few big companies and producers of hardware. So there aren't that many options. If we come across some good ones, though, we will definitely let you all know. We're still keeping an eye on the Linux, what was it called, sweetie, PinePhone?
1: PinePhone. PinePhone has a couple of versions. They've got the PinePhone 64 Um, and then uh, I think there's a PinePhone Pro Mm -hmm. and those are those are really cool those are they're really they're stripped down Um, and that's not to say that they're you know like 20 year old phones but I mean they don't have a lot of bloatware in them and um, so you're not getting a bunch of crap like you do with an Android or an uh, iOS phone but the thing is it's It you know, and they do tell you this, um, on their website. And if you want to check it out, it's pine 64.org. Um, but you know, they, they do really, they, they, they warn you that these are, uh, if you're the kind of person that just wants a point and shoot, you know, one button does all kind of phone. Um, this is not the phone for you because you know, you will need to, um, you need to know a little bit about how the phone operates and how you want it yeah. set up because it's it's really kind of up to you to get it set up the way you want it to be running um as far as programs and all that stuff so um but it's great because it's a good phone that um you know it's it's not
0: uh it's not full uh, of all the Google stuff that's automatically already tracking your every move right you and- can basically decide.
1: And it also has what they call kill switches in there. They're little toggle yes. switches um, where you can turn off LTE, which is your um, their, the phone portion of it. You can turn off your cameras. You can turn off the Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, turn off the microphones. So you can take this thing, flip the switches, and you don't even need a Faraday cage for it. Um, you yeah. can you can just, if, if you need to disable the phone, you can completely disable the phone. Whereas even even with your iPhones, with your Android phones, even if you turn them off, they're never fully mm-hmm. disconnected from the network. Nope. So, nope. um, these—if you're—if you're—if you're wanting a phone that um, you can go off grid with, you know, this is one of the best ones, the Pine Phone.
0: Yeah, right now this is probably as as close as you can get. I would still recommend a Faraday bag along with it, yeah, just in case. Um, but if you ju- again, if you just joined us, we're we're talking about this is. Um, Oh, an article about smart cities and by uh, Leo dot com. Actually, he does investigative reporting, um, globalism, Christianity, Judaism, politics, culture, religion, where they intersect, etc. And it's really, really good. I really recommend that you check it out. I'll have it for sure in the notes. But there's a section that I really appreciate it, uh, him doing this because a lot of articles and stuff will be all about the fear and what you need to be afraid of, and they won't provide solutions. Well, he provides a section just titled Solutions. And that's kind of what we started talking about here with the Pine phone. Ditch all unnecessary devices. Um, Apple Watches, you know, those cool things that uh, take your pulse for you and your heart rate. And even uh, some of them, I think, can even tell your oxygen. Not sure how they do that. Yeah, all of your biometrics. Oh, guess who they're uploading all that data to. Data collection, folks. Remember, that's the name of the game. Ditch the Apple Watch, ring doorbells, Alexa robotic vacuum cleaners, Alexa period. If you have an Alexa in your home, we've got some family with an Alec- with Alexas in almost every room of the house. It is super creepy. Uh, baby monitors. Yeah, Wi-Fi or Bluetooth baby monitors. Do you? you really want um big brother watching your baby sleep Ooh, high-tech refrigerators look they're all eyes and ears right inside your home shop local farmers for your vegetables meat and dairy and yeah i know right now here in north america it's winter most of the uh farm stands etc close down like we skated in like Right right at the last minute, on the last day of one of the local farm stands here before they closed. Use thrift shops, smaller independent gas stations. Yeah, you will usually pay a little more, but you know, the gas stations that still let you use cash. Mm, There you go. It's always better to buy cash with cash from uh, local mom and pop retailers who don't have cameras on you from the time you walk into the store till the time you walk. Out. And by the way, back to vegetables, meat, and dairy, you know, we've got uh, several dairies, not in Albuquerque, but around Albuquerque. There's a couple of them. I know there's DeSmet's down south of Albuquerque. Um, we've got Schwebach Farms out in Moriarty. Moriarty. There's, you know, there, there's several all around the Albuquerque and Santa Fe area. Also, this is an important one, too turn off routers. Before you go to bed at night, and Jaybird, I know this is something that might be kind of hard for us to do because we get a lot of work done at nights after the kids go to bed. Yeah, but I've been really, I've been really considering this. um You know, okay, we're finally ready to go to sleep. Let's turn off our router, and uh, you know, take the phones off Wi-Fi, and you know, our our alarms will still go off in the morning, but then. Uh, we're unplugging the entire house for that for that night use faraday bags for phones when traveling but hey you know at at some point you're going to have to disable your cell phones if you want to remain free hence looking at the pine phone option develop parallel systems focusing on low-tech alternatives so in the tech sphere well of course President Donald Trump led the way on this. Uh, He created Truth Social. Um, You know, there was also Gab. There was Getter. Alternative social media. Alternative to YouTube platform is, um, well, there's Rumble. There's Bitchute. Vimeo, eh, they sometimes get in. uh, If they're pressured, they will actually take down videos, unfortunately. But you you have to have parallel systems like, okay, we we can't spend our money here. We're not going to go here. Um, who are you going to bank with? Try to find a local bank, a local bank that, uh, you know, unlike Bank of America or Chase Bank, et cetera, um, may may not try to force you into this digital currency system. And it isn't trying to go completely cashless. And also if you guys have any other ideas on how to disrupt and disable this, this sort of internet beast's appetite if you will for gathering data um feel free to share that with us feel free it's it's something that we we're all going to have to look for ways where we are in order to do this and and some of uh leo leo homan's own own listen oh not listeners viewers i guess for for his own blog um they give they give ideas as well there's way too many i can't possibly go through all of it but you guys can take a look at the comments because they've got some they've got some good ideas in there as well so oh by the way one of the ones that uh, we know about is you can actually use your microwave as a temporary faraday cage. you yeah i know it sounds weird but i stick food in there Eh, actually it doesn't do you and your food a whole lot of favors to nuke it literally nuke it microwaves um it kind of changes the nutritional value and content of your food but a microwave is a great place to say stick a phone or an extra radio or set of um you know, little, little handheld mini radios because, Hey, if an EMP goes off or something, you know, whatever's in the microwave is safe. You know, there you go. I don't know. You got, you got anything else from personal experience, Jaybird? Cause I know that, well, that's
1: one. No, I mean, um, you know, we, we have two way radios um, that we've got set up and ready to use. You know, that's another thing. Um, you know, I've looked at the different things, uh, you know, I found a couple of little devices that would allow you to kind of make your own mesh network. But the problem with that is um, the, the range on them is not, it's not yeah. huge. So if I wanted to communicate with somebody that is say, you know, 10 or 15 miles away, I'm going to have to have
2: mm-hmm.
1: probably three or four of these mesh nodes set up, which, you know, eh, you can kind of do, but <laughs> You, you may need a little power for them or you may be going gorilla in that aspect. So, you know, I mean, those, those are some things that I've looked at as well, you know, and then of course, you know, we've got, we got our, our uh, camping gear. We'll call it that in the uh, trailer ready to go. Um, so, you know, if we need to, we can just, you know, hook that up and, and, and bug out. Uh, but, you know, the other thing too, is just, you know, like you said, disconnect from, As much as you can, and I know that's hard in today's society where, you know, as we just talked about, you know, there's a push for even currency going digital. Everything is going digital. Everything's going digital. I mean, (laughs) when was the last time that you bought a laptop that had an optical drive? In other words, a drive where you could put in your DVD (laughs) and watch it. They just don't make those anymore because everything's cloud-based, meaning you're all connected. It's all connected. It's all connected uh, to some some service somewhere. So um, you know, we've got we've got cameras here at the house and um, you know, if you're doing something like that, do something hardwired if you can. Close yeah, it definitely needs to be closed circuit. Um um you know, don't do this Wi Fi thing. You know, what you can do with um the ring and all that stuff. I'm not saying those are bad companies or anything, but, you know, all that stuff is going to a cloud and Um, it can easily be shut down. It can easily, easily be hacked. Somebody else can see it. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, and, and it, it really kind of comes down to like, for me as a sound guy, I know there are all kinds of setups now that are all wireless, wireless speakers and wireless mics and all that. And honestly, I hate all those things. I, I like just the old school analog using hard wires, you know, hard lines, that sort of thing. Um, if you can, if you can hardline your life, so to speak, um, you're going to be a lot safer. But if you're yeah. if you're going Wi-Fi on yeah. everything, you're just putting yourself at
0: huge risk. And the cloud, yeah. Uh, and and one example, because uh, this needs to hit home for us here in Albuquerque. You know, we mentioned how hey, we had the red light cameras, so every one of us who ran through an intersection or even just drove through legally through an intersection, even if the light was green, potentially our license plates were being kept track of. We had that here. Uh, might still be happening with Tim, Tim Killers. Oh, what is it he he got around that with? Was it little vans? Uh, yeah, He said, well, they're, they're not like, Red light cameras—they're cameras in vans, so it's like a mobile thing, something like that. Yeah, might we still be surveilling us that way. Yeah, we we can move them around. That makes it all kinds of better, whatever. Well, apparently though, the uh, city of Albuquerque began s- installing smart signals. This was published on KRQE in September of this year, folks. And, and, of course, they're heralding this as a wonderful thing. It's been years in the making. We're finally installing signals. So on lead and coal, uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about here, Jay Bird. You know, it's a spot where many drivers speed, you know, down that hill especially. Um, they've been trying to figure out ways to stop people from speeding. Again, all of this surveillance stuff is done in the name of safety, security, and convenience. <clears throat> well, back in September, they started construction on these smart lights, these smart traffic signals. Basically, what, it, what it's going to do is if you're approaching the light and you are speeding, the light will turn red. The smart signals, this is according to the article, will turn red if they detect speeders coming their way. So unless you are going the speed limit, you may not be presented with a green light. So it's something that should reduce speeding in the area and make the roadways hopefully a lot safer, said Department of Municipal Development spokesperson Scott Kilk. The city also addressed concerns raised by drivers saying that the new lights could create backups. They say that shouldn't be an issue. Hmm. The new signals on lead and coal should be up and running sometime in December. The city is also looking at other areas along lead and coal to install the rest in red signals in the near future. Remember, folks, that the point of surveillance is to get you to modify or change your behavior. So these smart signals, these red lights, will sense you blasting down the street at 50 miles over the speed limit or maybe you're just going three miles over the speed limit doesn't matter it's an infraction and then that information that signal that surveillance is turned immediately into a punishment oh you're speeding you're breaking the speed limit no green light for you no green light for speeders You'll get you speed, you get red light. See how this works? It's a training module, much like training rats. Um, if, if you've ever done one of those studies, it's fascinating. Um, ba- basically, uh, you know, risk and reward. Oh, you know, you, you get rewarded. Okay, you'll repeat that behavior. You don't get rewarded. In fact, you get punished. You won't repeat that behavior. It's a behavior modification module that they're going to install in our traffic lights they are installing it folks it's supposed to go online in december in fact so, jaybird part part of me kind of wants to go by and test it out in december when it comes online
1: uh, i don't want to be anywhere right near here. those cameras look we <laughs> how many times <laughs> how many times in a single day have you seen people cruising through a light um, it's a red light yeah. and they just, they just blast through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I, I don't see how this is a good idea in any way at all. Um, yeah. you've got a speeder, somebody speeding down the road. You already have, um, a, a community that has a propensity to run red lights. And now you're, you're really putting the rest of the community at risk by doing this. I'm not saying you allow people to run red lights. No, you put more police out and you let police pull people over, give them tickets and mm-hmm. pound their cars. Whatever needs to be done. Um, <laughs> if they don't have a license, get them out of the car, arrest them and pound the car. Right, but right. M- the point is we we are already in a situation where we have a lot of accidents because people just run red lights because they're in such a hurry. I don't understand how if if a smart camera sees – somebody speeding down the road and they're coming down the road, it's going to, it's going to turn red. Um, I mean, how quickly, I mean, what, what it's, it's, I can't wrap my head around this. It's like you're, you're generating more accidents in my mind mm-hmm. by putting these things up. Than, um, then by using other methods, you know, such as, you know, actually hiring enough police, uh, police officers and letting them patrol. Um, You know, we, we, um, I, I don't think we really have any patrol officers anymore. I don't think they're allowed yeah. to patrol. I think they're only allowed to answer to certain types of calls now. So
2: mm.
1: instead of, you know, setting up more red lights with more potential accidents, bring in more police officers and and let them patrol and pull people over when they see this stuff.
0: Well, and that's a very good point on this is that the people who will be punished and then subsequently rewarded, but with you know red lights and green lights respectively, are the people who pay attention to said traffic lights and will stop at a red. Whereas, like you said, people who are quite willing to blast through a red light and take that chance that they might, you know, kill themselves or someone else, this isn't going to stop them. It is only going it's going to punish at large for the most part, the law-abiding citizens, as opposed to the criminal citizens. Now, some people might say, oh, well, if you're speeding, you're already breaking the law. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry, a criminal does not, uh, a speeding does not a felon make. Um, and even speeding by, say, you know, two, three, five miles per hour over the speed limit, what have you, that that doesn't mean that you're knocking off a bank or, oh, hey, yeah, like we talked about earlier, uh, breaking into a judge's home and beating a woman with a metal baton. Mm, no, and not the same on not, her. Yeah, not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. But understand that the criminals who don't care for the law, don't, who who don't care about you know, violating your constitutional rights, invading your personal property, invading your space and assaulting you, they're not going to care about red lights. They're not going to care that, oh, darn it, if I speed down this road, I'm going to get a red light. I don't think they're going to lose sleep over that. Pretty sure they never lost sleep over the red light cameras in Albuquerque years ago when they first came to Albuquerque, but there we go. We're, we're becoming a smart city. Is that too, is that really smart of Albuquerque? Hmm. I don't know, but yeah, you might want to avoid the lead coal intersection in the future. Yeah. Unfortunately this, uh, you know, things aren't going too too well here folks. And, uh, this is how they're going to spend our money. You know our our murder rate what it's over, over I believe it's over 160 for the year. Let me check ABQ RAW. Um, a, a and by the way ABQ RAW yeah they they do, they they cover as much as they can. When you know when it's happening and they cover stuff that you don't even see on KRQE KOB. Oh, I forget what the other one is. Channel four, channel seven, channel thirteen, etc. But yeah, SWAT situation in northeast Albuquerque ends. Oh, there's the one at the northeast Albuquerque apartment. Judge identified as murder victim. Yeah, all all the all of this stuff broke on ABQ Raw before it ever went on Legacy Media here in town, which is just. It's just too bad. But, hey, you know who's not looking out for us, right? You absolutely don't. But yeah, according to them, the I believe we were at over 160 murders in Albuquerque for 2022. And we've still got over a month to go, folks. I don't know. Jaybird, you think we'll uh, double our murder rate over last year? It's already not looking good. What was oh, last man. year? 120. 120- <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I don't. I
1: don't think, think we're going we'll, to double it, but it's definitely we're definitely going to break it.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. Mm. Well, we won't double it, but it's bad enough as it is, folks. 120 some murders last year in Albuquerque alone. um Not good, and that that's not accounting for the stuff, by the way, that was in the Albuquerque area, but that BCSO handled. Therefore, they didn't consider it part of the Albuquerque homicide numbers. Or homicide numbers that they skewed or said, well, it's still under investigation, so we're not counting it as a homicide yet. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's well, the kind of nonsense that is still happening.
1: Yeah, and the other thing that's happening, too, is when you look at statistics, as they're mentioned on lamestream media, when they're talking about um, gun violence and homicides, mm. um, they will include um, uh, they will include suicides in that. But then, when when you're looking at the stat here for the city for homicides, they don't include suicides, so that the numbers aren't numbers aren't as high. But you know, I mean, there's it. The the scam is 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 there. I mean, it's the the workings are there. You just it doesn't take a whole lot to look at it, but you can find it. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, we. we the other day when we were on with Eddie and we talked about this mm-hmm. last, last Saturday when Eddie came on, you know, he's, he's running for the chair of the Republican party um, of New Mexico. Yep. And, um, and, and, you know, we, we need him. And, you know, what I mentioned on the show was I, uh, yeah, I'm a Chicago bears fan having grown up in the area there. Uh, I'm a Chicago bears fan, but in the last 10 years, we've had five different coaches. So every two years yeah. we seem to recycle into a new coach. why, because we keep losing we keep losing so we we are trying we what we what we've been doing is changing leadership because yeah. who whatever is there isn't working but somehow here in New Mexico most of us are too <laughs> stupid to get that idea because what we got is we've got we've got leadership in the Republican party that just isn't doing anything <laughs> And we we just leave them there. We we we're not standing up saying, hey, we're not we're not making phone calls to the people who are gonna vote in the new chairperson and saying, Hey, we need a change. This isn't working. We for some reason, as Republicans in this state, we seem to be fine with, Oh, well, we're just losing. It's never gonna change. Well, of course it's never gonna change if you take that attitude. And that's the attitude that so many people have here. Um, you know, in this last election, a lot of Republicans um, that, that we know said they weren't going to vote because it just doesn't matter. They're going to cheat anyway. This this sense of this, like this defeated resignation is, is the, the downfall of this state. And it's, it's got to change. You, you We've got to change that attitude. Otherwise, we're never going to win. And so we've got to change the leadership. We've got to get new people in there because... You know, whether Steve Pierce is a good businessman or not, whether he's a good guy or not, none of that matters because he's not doing a good job for the Republican Party.
2: Mm-hmm. Robert
1: Aragon, same thing, might be a good lawyer or whatever. Doesn't matter. He's not doing a good job for the Republican Party. We need those guys out. We need somebody in there who's going to make a change and actually work for the conservatives, the Republicans of this state. And... You know, I don't I don't care what you say. Writing a letter about the state of this, this, the state of the state or writing a letter about what the governor is doing. What does that do? It doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. You get you get your face out there. You put your face out there everywhere (laughs) you can get it. And you stand up and you make your voice heard saying, no, what she's doing is wrong. We're going to fight against it. You don't send out a letter that nobody sees. You stand up, you make your voice heard. And then, and then what you do when you do that is the people that, that vote for Republicans now feel like, hey, we have somebody who's actually listening. Somebody who's wanting to fight for us. Somebody who's willing to fight for us. And not somebody who's just willing to sit in an office and type on a keyboard.
0: Yeah, now we would have hope. And hope, uh, they've done some studies on this, that uh, Democrats by and large are more incentivized to vote when they're angry, when they're against someone or something. Republicans, however, are incentivized to vote when they feel hope, when they feel like there is a chance of winning. So taking Away hope whether whether it's you know from from the Democrat lefty side of the media saying, "Oh well, you know it's just it's a blue state. What can you do? or even if it comes from the other side of the aisle, people say, Oh, the game's rigged, it's rigged, so why vote same same difference, you all it's it's sowing discouragement, and we need hope so badly by the time that this broadcasts and airs um the republican state central committee in new mexico will have had their meeting and they will have had had voted already on who gets to lead the party for the next several years who gets to lead or for the next year at least who gets to be chairman who gets to direct us going forward and to those 500 And so, State Central Committee members, I hope you guys choose wisely. I hope you choose well. And I hope you don't let your own personal feelings get in the way of what you know to be true. Because we have had too much of establishment types and establishment politicians and failures running the party and running candidates who have no hope of winning. Our Republican voters in this state have been without hope for too long. That's why we lost 2018, 2020, and now 2022. If we don't get hope, if we don't get someone who's willing to go out there and be a meanie for us, be a bully, because that's what it takes. If you're too worried about being liked and about being liked by the other side, are you kidding me? Well, and you know, it's
1: the, the side that likes to kill babies. They're the ones that the, that's the side that's going to call you names. And, uh.
0: You really care about
2: you, that? You really,
1: yeah, you really care what they think? That's they kill babies. They love to kill babies. They revel in it. They get they take awards. They celebrate killing babies. I don't care what they think of me. They are scum. If mm-hmm. they if they revel in killing babies and they think that is that is what that is what they need to be doing, they are scum. I don't care whether they like me or not. I would prefer they didn't like me. Because clearly they're not persons of character. So I'm not going to have them in my life. They're not going to be the kind of people that I'm hanging out with. So why would you care if somebody from the left thinks, oh, you're a bad person. You're possibly a racist. You supported Trump. You're a horrible person. <laughs> Who cares what they think of you? They, they've they got it's wrong like, yeah. think anyway. So why does it matter?
0: It's like, uh, you're a baby killer. I don't care what you have to say. That's it. And understand, they have done this to us for so long. They have done this to us where it's not about if our ideas have merit. It's not that we're, we we have bad ideas. It's that, oh, you you right-wing nutjobs are bad people. Therefore, none of our ideas will have merit because we are bad people. And I was talking to someone the other day about the possibility that, hey, um, we give them the benefit of the doubt an awful lot you know it's not that you're bad people your ideas are bad we'll argue the ideas on merit why are we still doing that um isn't it time that in certain cases and situations we should say hey you're a baby killer you're for killing babies therefore i I don't care to entertain your ideas because you are willing to do something so freaking reprehensible, you know, that, that I'm not even going to argue economics with you. I'm not going to bother because I can already tell you. If you're willing to kill babies, why, why should I believe you have our best interests in the economy? Maybe that is the way we need to start looking at our politicians, folks. Maybe that's the way we need to start looking at the opposition as well. You know they want to throw these uh, names around. We don't. I'm not saying try to smear them with something that's a falsehood or not true. I'm saying that our convictions, our beliefs that we already hold, they already give us the benchmark. Huh? Okay. So so you're anti-liberty and freedom, and you're for killing babies. Hmm. That tells me everything I need to know about you. Yeah. We, we don't have, we can do the same, we can use the same tactics that they're using, only ours are going to be true. We call them out.
2: Yeah, we call them you know, out for
0: being baby killers. We call them out for being pedophiles.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and, and the, the Bible in Proverbs twenty nine twenty five says, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Yeah. So... Do you trust in the Lord or do you trust in what other people are saying about you? It doesn't really matter. I mean it re- it doesn't I mean you should be a Christian, but if you're not this 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 principle still applies. Do you put your faith in people that that do things that you think are bad? Do you really value their opinion of you so much that it's going to keep you from doing what's right? Well, that's where we are. That's what we have right now. There's too many Republicans that are that are that way that are like, well, you no, know, I, I think they may have cheated, but um, I don't want anybody to think I'm I'm a sore loser. So I'm just going to take it. it. We're done with that. And mm-hmm. if we're not done with that, we're we're screwed. You know, we're not going to get anywhere. And, so we've and- got to we've got to we've got to get past that people absolutely past it
0: and one of the things another thing that we've been um kind of watching as well is this this whole balenciaga scandal speaking of pedophiles yes yeah it's t- time we call them out Oh man. The pedophiles perverts child molesters you name it that they are oh this whole scandal and and it's been i teased it a little bit on the open we i, I haven't I haven't wanted to comment on it myself because I wanted some more facts to come out. But apparently, well, th- there's plenty of facts out right now. So the way that this all started was actually with uh, Super Bowl MVP, Cooper Cup. Uh, You You probably know of him, Jaybird. He issued a really strong statement against Balenciaga's ad campaign because they featured little girls holding bdsm teddy bears and one one of the pictures also referenced a kitty porn supreme court case so that's what that's what kicked off this whole firestorm is you know he, he came out and said that um you know he he blasted the company he called on others with sizable platforms to do the same to try to be a voice for our children who rely on the protection of the men and women that were entrusted with the responsibility of nurturing them and raising them up please make yourself aware of the attack against our young ones by balenciaga and ensure that they are held responsible for it So that's what just kicked this off. Now, what was fascinating was to watch the response from other famous people like, oh, gee, Kim Kardashian? Yeah, who uh, actually had no response for a while. She needed a few days after the drama to just kind of, you know, reflect on how it made her feel. And and keep in mind, this all all started uh, just a few days ago. Four or five days ago, I believe. So Kim Kardashian finally responds on November 27th. Well, I've been quiet, not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team and understand for myself how this could have happened. You know, as a mother of four, I've been shaken by the disturbing images. The safety of children must be held with the highest regard. And any attempts to normalize child abuse of any kind should have no place in our society, etc., etc. Then she goes on and then says, of course, that she appreciates Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and their apology. And in speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue. And will take the necessary measures for this. To never happen again. As for my future with Balenciaga, this is, remember, this is Kim Kardashian on her Twitter. I'm currently reevaluating my relationship with the brand, basing it off their willingness to accept accountability for something that should never have happened to begin with. In other words, folks, Kim Kardashian has no intention of breaking ties with Balenciaga she is going to keep doing business and just keep trucking along because oh they've shown a willingness to accept accountability except they haven't (laughs) i know yeah keep in mind for those who don't know what balenciaga is i didn't know before this i didn't know they're like a very very high-end fashion and accessories brand Extremely yeah. high end. Uh, okay. They broke. Yeah, they broke ties a, with Yay with Kanye West earlier.
1: Yeah, to give you an idea, um, there's a, and I just sent you the, this picture, Natalie. But it's a Balenciaga slash Adidas sock, ninety millimeter ah. booty. It's like a women's high heel sock boot, high heel thing.
2: Okay, and it goes
1: for the <laughs> bargain price of one thousand four hundred fifty dollars.
0: Uh, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, so this is this is the the high end. Um, th- this is where vanity is going to be the destruction of Kim Kardashian, unless she does an about face, which is not likely. I mean, she's about uh, I don't know, but until. Uh... Until Paris Hilton comes back, I, I don't think we have anybody in in recent media pop culture who's as vain as Kim Kardashian is. No, but Balenciaga. Yeah, this is this. she has to be seen with the uh, the most top tier stuff. It doesn't matter whether they're Satanists. It doesn't matter whether they're pedophiles. She's okay with that.
0: Yeah. So so Balenciaga did while they did pull their controversial plush bear ads, and, and the, here's the thing: they call them plush bears uh these are teddy bears that are i i think dressed is the wrong term um outfitted in bdsm bondage straps let's put it that way and of course their apology was we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused our plush bear bags yeah they're bags they're purses actually Weird should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We've immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. no mention of why children shouldn't have been seen with the plush bears because they're bondage bears and they, this holds a very significant um uh it's significant signaling, especially in the pedophile community folks, and the children it's not just that children were featured in these pictures they were holding them and the children's faces it's not that they were you know happy-go-lucky children having fun The, the the children's eyes are very much like dead eyes victim eyes in these pictures and The company is now trying to throw uh, (laughs) whoever did this campaign, whoever, even the photographer, they're trying to throw them all under the bus. You know, they say we take this matter very seriously, and we're taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for our spring twenty-three campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well being. Hmm, yeah, right. Except that, you know, trying to trying to blame some kind of third party for this makes no sense and anyone who works in the advertising industry you all know that advertising every single aspect of a photo shoot of ads of the setup is critiqued is planned is thought through is discussed this was not an accident Uh, toddlers holding bondage bears in photo shoots is not an accident nor is it an oversight there is no way in fact uh, in the new york post article which i will i will include this in the links for you all uh, obviously you know the article is telling but you need to scroll down and scroll down to the comments because those those get even better telling you folks even better so in one of the comments here a professional photographer pitches in it takes a long time to plan such a campaign and fulfill it the photo shoot alone would have been hours of work by adults with children and the merchandise Prepping and placing and all else that goes with it, and the disgusting thing is that at no time did the av- adults involved in planning and 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 doing this photoshoot say, "Oh, hey, wait a minute, maybe this isn't a good idea." You know, re- reading down further, uh, someone who's in advertising att- says attempting to blame the set designer. I'm in advertising, and nothing—I mean, nothing—gets placed by accident. Balenciaga marketing people were at that shoot approving everything, and those shots would have had to go through countless people at, at, at basically through editing at Balenciaga to approve every shot. They are definitely to blame.
1: Yeah, and there's another picture too—a um, little redheaded boy, black hoodie, oh. black sweats. Um, this picture is disgusting, um, and it, and and I don't—I think you have this link, but I, I sent it to you anyway, mm-hmm. Natalie. But it's. Uh, it's horribly satanic. Um, there's a little handbag with a Crayola. looks like a Crayola picture of Satan drawn in there. Um, there's a carefully oh, manicured black hoodie with a pointed hood that you would see uh, worn in like a cult uh, ceremonies. Uh, the little boy is wearing uh, what appears to be red sneakers, but they're devils. Um, there's another one of the bondage bears with a padlock, but even more, I mean, you have all this, but here's the kicker. <clears throat> there's a roll of what looks like you would find as like crime tape. And it's supposed to be the label for Balenciaga, except it's been misspelled. It says B-A-A-L, Bail. Oh. And, and that's in there. And if you oh. look at it, there's nothing, nothing in this photo that was accidentally placed. Everything, I mean, you even look at the structure of the photo. Everything is meticulously laid out in a certain yeah. way. And there's also a can with a candle in it. Um, You know, this is, this is not an accident. This was not an oversight. This is clearly the work of satanic pedophiles.
2: Hmm, and and we'll wow. include the picture.
1: You guys, if you, you got to see it for yourselves. Um, it's on the New York post here. We'll have the link to it. This is not an accident. This wasn't, this wasn't a, a rushed photo, sh- uh, photo shoot that somebody overlooked certain things. These are all uh-huh. in there by design.
0: Oh and it gets better. if if by better, you mean worse. <clears throat> so in in another photo shoot, um, and this one was with an adult, and granted, those are some fantastic shoes that she's modeling in a bag and coat, whatever have you okay. It looks like they're in an office setting. Um, this is their this is their spring 23 campaign. Um, she's standing in front of a stack of books, including one book. That celebrates an artist, a painter called Michael Bormans. For those of you who don't know, Michael Bormans is a Belgian painter who has some very disturbing work. Um, some of some of his paintings show women with their faces blacked out, like literally bl- blacked out. It's not even black face; you can't see their face. Others, it's almost blacked out in shadow. Um, But also, among his more disturbing paintings, toddlers covered in blood and castrated, or even holding what looks like severed limbs. uh, I'm not going to put any of these photos up. I refuse to. Uh, However, the article from the Daily Mail has some of the more safe pictures from this, well, I hesitate to call him artist, painter. Uh, And even some of the safer pictures that they published had to have some areas blurred out. It's that disturbing. Now, Balenciaga, of course, has had to scramble. Scramble and saying oh well no no we're we're uh uh there, there's we, we don't have anything to do with this this artist or painter they don't inspire anything that that we do you know whatsoever that was just oh, you know, a coincidence that that book happened to be in the background at the photo shoot again nothing in photo shoots like this especially for high-end fashion companies is an accident Every single little thing that appears on camera is controlled, discussed, and vetted. So don't be fooled by their supposed apologies. Um, Again, I'll I'll have this out. The Daily Daily Mail, they they, they put a lot of these pictures out. And kudos to them um, for doing this and for drawing a very interesting correlation. So Balenciaga says, no, no, we have nothing to do with this. We, we don't take any of our inspiration from this painter, or this supposed artiste. <clears throat> Except, uh, y- you know, the, the, one of the paintings that I mentioned by Michael Bormans of a woman with her face blacked out, actually a couple of them. So Kim Kardashian sported a balenciaga fashion look at the met gala in 2021 where she famously covered her face with a back a black cloth and if you look at the article and they've got both pictures side by side the painting by michael bormans and kim kardashian on the runway holy moly it looks like a dead ringer so hmm really balenciaga you you don't take any inspiration from this guy at all huh okay yeah we'll, we'll we'll take that for sure with a grain of salt and of course they say well this was a wrong choice by balenciaga combined with our failure necessity assessing and validating images hmm, okay but then it gets better so another photo One of their ads portrays a handbag, and in this case, there's nothing wrong with the handbag. It's a Balenciaga handbag, and it's on a desk. And there's a, it looks like a keyboard and some some other desk items, lots of clutter and papers and file folders. Except that one of the things that was very artfully placed there, you can see kind of peeking out, is a printout of the Scotus child porn ruling hmm really yeah uh they're now that they've they've said since uh that that printout was the fault of the design production company north six uh they claim that well we don't know how it made its way onto the set it was you know that this campaign was meant to replicate a business office environment um All the items included in this photo shoot were provided by third parties that confirmed in writing that these props were fake office documents. And then supposedly they tried to pawn it off as well. They were real legal papers, but most likely they came from the filming of a television drama. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that excuse. But the inclusion of these unapproved documents was the result of reckless negligence for which Balenciaga has filed a complaint. Hmm, yeah. And, and their attorneys are, you know, filing a notice of summons against North Six and set designer Nicholas Desjardins last week. Uh, whose agent, by the way, the set designer is saying, "Yeah, they're they're making me out to be the fall guy for all of this." Uh, yeah, he hasn't said anything personally yet. So again, interesting. Very, very interesting and it just it just see it seems to be getting better you know the more time goes on and the more stuff comes out now i will say that the father of the british child model one of them who posed in the bondage themed balenciaga campaign uh he's been defending the photo shoot and insists that his daughter had a fantastic time it's just taken out of proportion it was an enjoyable day out and he said that the photographer gabriel galimberti was innocent of any wrongdoing again folks no one is saying that the kids in the photo were being abused it's that the ad campaign in and of itself highly disturbing highly suggestive and signaling very much signaling that this high end Fashion, fashion, fashionista uh, brand that caters to the elite of the elite, the wealthiest of the wealthy. They are signaling child abuse. They're signaling possibly pedophilia, alignment with pedophilia, um, child porn, things like this. Wow probably not even hiding it anymore folks they're not even hiding it so those those are the things that uh that we know for sure about this about the balenciaga scandal and these are the things that we have to call out If it looks like a pedophile call it a pedophile If it looks like child murder, call it that. And, uh, well, of course, anyone who's listened to us or watched us or seen the pictures of our family, uh, you know that in our household, we love our babies. We love our children. Hmm. Yeah, there's my baby. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. (laughs) We love our babies. Yes. You happy? You happy to be with Mama? And
1: this is why we do this. This is why we fight. Is this, is why we,
0: yeah, this is why we call out evil. This is why we call out evil, why we call out corruption, why we will not hesitate to call pro-abortionists baby killers and people who abuse children pedophiles. It's not just for our kids, folks. It's for all of them. We need to turn this around. Remember they they're going to sling mud at us. They're going to call us racist, misogynist, it's whatever ists they have istophobic phobophobes. Um, okay, we're going to we're going to turn around and do the same except when we say it it's going to be true.
1: And you're going to go to
2: jail. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs>
0: we'll try. We'll do our darndest. But yeah, we don't we don't need to spew lies about the enemy folks because the enemy's not even hiding. They're not even trying to hide their vices anymore. They give us all the material we need. Yeah, we make fun of Joe Biden, the puppet-in-chief, who's basically declining into dementia, because it's out there. The proof is out there. Oh, gosh, every day we're like, oh, there he, there he goes babbling again. We don't have to make things up. They make it easy. So don't, feel, don't be afraid to call out evil wherever it is, folks. Remember, you can just say no to tyranny. And you can stand up for your freedoms and your beliefs. So stay free, New Mexico. And we will see you live next Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. And we can't wait to take your calls next Saturday here in the Kiva.
1: And where can they reach you you to real quick before we go?
0: Oh, that's right. Our emails. If you want to email something to us, libertynat at protonmail.com and your handle, Jaybird.
1: No poll cheating at protonmail.com. N-O-P-O-L-L-C-H-E-A-T-I-N-G at protonmail.com.
0: That's right. So stay free, New Mexico. We'll see you next week.
2: Bueno, bye!
3: self will <laughs>